across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't know. I think it's Wednesday, but I, do you know what? I couldn't swear on it. I know. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on, hang on. Feeling it. Hang on a minute. Computer's gone a bit to cock. Oh, balls! Hang on. Ow, balls! I was going to sing Birdhouse in Your Soul, but the computer's gone. The moment's gone, Alan! The moment's gone! Oh no! The moment's gone, Alan. Oh dear! You, you you're sucking the you're sucking what little energy there is out of the the show. Well, let me try and boost it in some way. Well, please do. Maybe with I don't know enthusiasm. Well, it's Wednesday night. This is Talk Radio. It's Ian Lee live on Wednesday evening. Eight four 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 nine nine one five. We call you back. You can talk about anything. My computer's gone to cock. It started. Listen, it started playing Van Morrison. Now you can't be Van the Man. Well, you can. You can be Van the Man. Oh, what an awful, what an awful start to the show, Alan. Let's be and honest. Only two minutes in. We're only two minutes in. You sound like you've got three dicks in your mouth tonight, which is two more than usual. Um, you sound like you've got no enthusiasm. I'm trying to manufacture enthusiasm, like a, like some crazy kind of drug factory. Because, well... What? We've both been on BBC Radio today. Um, well, uh, I have been, I've certainly been on BBC Radio Jersey. What station have you been on? WM. Turncoat! No, it was Danny Kelly. Turncoat! Fundraising! Turncoat! No, I was was doing a bit of promotion. You're a turncoat! I'm not a turncoat! You're a turncoat! You've gone back to them after the way they treated me! Turncoat! No, it was personal gain, actually. Personal gain? Personal gain to get more fundraising. Uh, how much? How much um, money have you raised so far? One hundred and eighty pounds. Sweet lord! I'm asking three days. Wowzers! That's a lot of money. All to be quiet for twelve hours. Okay. Well, um, again, that doesn't really seem like unless you know, unless you're six, that doesn't really seem like much of a challenge. Well, it is for me, because I'm always talking. Well, you are a gob, so-and-so, and, um, yes, that's correct. Um, L'amour, I'm always one to a liquor challenge. L'amour de la maison. Do you know what that means? I, I didn't do French at school. It means the sexy house. <laughs> Ooh, L'amour de la maison. Yeah, when have you ever been to a sex... What's the sexiest house, l'amour de maison, that you have ever been in? Because you know when you go when you're a kid, right? Yeah. And you go to your friends' houses, right? Yeah. Their houses are all a little bit different from yours, aren't they? They they smell different. The layout's different. The layout's different. They'll they'll have different rules about whether you're allowed to put your feet on the furniture or not. Or if you've got to take your shoes off. Have you got to take your shoes off? Are you allowed to smear feces on the wall? They have different rules. I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Uh, I think it's something we can all relate to, because I think we've all been to someone else's house, haven't we? Yeah? Yeah. 
One went to a lottery winner's house. Excuse me? Well, I went to the house, which looks like someone had won the lottery. Well, hang on a second. We, already, you've said... You've you've given me the headline of a story twice. And went, within the second... The re- with the retelling of that headline, already it's a lot less interesting than the initial. Cl- you're clickbait. You're human clickbait. That's what you are. You're a turncoat clickbait. Great name for a band, by the way, guys. That's another topic we could have. Great name for band. Turncoat clickbait. Ooh, so have you been... Have you been, Alan, to a lottery winner's house or... Have you been to a house that looks like someone could have um, bought it with lottery money? It was the second one. I'm going to have to cut you off, Alan. Thank you. There there you go. That's a strange... um, I was going to start... I'm not going to do it now because the moment's gone. Um, I was going to start with um, this. I'm not going to do it now. No, begging me. Everyone's begging me. Oh, go on in, sing it. No, I'm not going to do it now. I'm not going to do it. It's not meant to be. Good evening, dear listener. Thank you to uh, Jonathan. Thank you to Asherton. Uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's Wednesday night. I was struggling to remember what day it was today. Do you know who you are? It, I, I think we, there's a thing called, I'm, I'm just inventing it, called Wednesday blindness, where you don't want it to be a Wednesday, but it is a Wednesday, so you have to go along with that. And I was convinced, I was coming in the studio and I'm setting up and I'm convinced it's a Thursday. I'm thinking it's a Thursday. Oh, it's, a th- it's not. It's not. It's a Wednesday. Because if it's a Thursday, I'd have been swimming with the kids this morning. Then we'd have gone to the lookout centre. And no, we're doing that tomorrow. We're doing that tomorrow. And uh, we are going swimming tomorrow. Um, and it's the first time I've been swimming since I got, like, proper fat. Proper, proper fat. You know what I mean? Um, and I look disgusting. Now, I know there are lots of, um, women and gay men and straight men and gay women and all diff- all the different shades of, of gender and sexuality are going, no, Ian, you don't, you look brilliant. Well, that's very kind. Uh, but I, I think I look fat and disgusting, man. Now, I'm not saying that all fat people are disgusting. That would be... Um, completely inappropriate, and I certainly don't believe it. But I look grim, and it's the first time I've been swimming since I've put on a lot of weight, and I'm kind of, um, kind of, um, you know, dreading it. Dreading it. And also, when you go swimming with the kids who are six and four, soon to be, get this, seven and five! Jeez, where's my life going? You don't actually, 0844-499-1000, by the way, if you want to call him, you don't actually get um, much time. There's no swimming involved. For me, there's very little swimming. There will be me spinning them around, me saying that we have to get out of the hot tub now because some people want to come in and use it for the purpose for which it was intended. Um, There'll be me taking them, there's like a secret tunnel it's not secret. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a secret tunnel in the swimming pool, but it's like a passageway with bubbles and, you know, water pours on your head. Um, and I will have my youngest clinging onto my neck, his arms around my neck, and I'll be going, Daddy can't breathe! Daddy can't breathe! Let go of me! 
Um, so we'll be doing that in the morning. That's tomorrow morning. Then in the afternoon we're going to the Lookout Centre, um, a place where we go quite a lot. And only the last time I went, it's quite expensive. The last time I went, I realised that if I got membership for the three of us, within four visits we'd make our money back and be in profit. And I wish someone had told me that, I don't know, maybe three years ago, because um, I would have saved a fortune. Just a reminder, the show was going to start like this, but it's not happening. It's not happening, guys. I'm sorry. Quell your um, excitement. Quell your anger. Yes, write angry letters to Rupert Murdoch. Why the hell not? Probably got an email. I'm guessing his email is rupert.murdoch at thesun.co.uk. It's a guess, but worth a, worth a punt, isn't it? It's worth a punt, isn't it? Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. You you may have gathered, um, you, you, you may have gathered, Gatford, that um, mm-hmm. I don't really have a theme... For this right. evening's um, show, just kind of, just kind of, I'm sitting here, leaning forward, lights down right. low, um, with there's a red vibe going on in the studio, and I'm shoes just off. sorry, shoes off, shoes always off, shoes off, yeah, watch yeah, off, yeah, yeah, shoes off, yeah, yeah, shoes off, watch off, always, and I'm just leaning forward, and I'm just talking, and. This is genuinely what's happening. I'm just talking in the hope that something sticks. Do you know what I may mean? I make, yeah, yeah. May, may I make a suggestion? Please do. I'm going to swig some water while you do. Put the watch on. Put the shoes on. See if it helps. No, mate. Never does. Oh, okay. Great. It never, it never does. There's something about... You know Brian Wilson, right, from the Beach Boys, uh, right? I've heard of him, yeah. He was bonkers, right? Um, I don't think we're not allowed to call it that now. And but to um, to get to um, as he became more and more isolated in his mental illness, stroke, drug fueled frenzy, yeah, he had so he didn't have to go down to the beach to write songs. He had a giant sandpit installed in his living room, and had his grand piano put in the sandpit. And when he was writing songs, he would go in there with his shoes and socks off. He'd feel the sand on his feet, and he'd mm-hmm. write, he'd write, you know, kind of um, songs about about California. And uh, if any songwriters came to collaborate with him, they would also have to 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 do this. They'd have to indulge his, you know, what at the time was seen as an eccentricity. It was probably drug induced um, nonsense, and they would take their shoes and socks off. Now. The other songwriters, the lyricists, stopped doing this once they realised that um, Brian Wilson's two dogs, Banana and Louie, were dumping in the sandpit and nobody was cleaning it up. I would have refused on principle. (laughs) When people ask me to take my shoes off because of the carpet, I refuse and walk out. No, really? Yeah. I find it... When I, don't, I, was, I don't always walk out, but I say, nah, I don't really want to. But then you wouldn't it's, be allowed in my... You wouldn't be allowed upstairs in my house. So I am allowed downstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have carpet downstairs. So I'll be around tomorrow? Um, when that, I was growing up... sounded like an invitation. When I was growing up, it uh-huh. was very, very unusual for people to ask you to take your shoes off when you went in. Yeah, Very unusual. Never happened. never happened. People who had ideas above their station would do it. Um, but now, I find it the norm. 
I still find it very untasteful because I, you know, I put when I go out, I wear socks and shoes. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. Well. So, what's the difference? Why is it more suitable for me to take off my shoes when I come into your home? Well, because your socks won't have trod on spit or poo or anything but, like that. But my socks have been on my feet, yeah. which at the moment are not the most glamorous part of I me. Would I, rather, will, I would admit, but I, the shoes are designed I to be worn. I would rather... What if um, I had chosen on that particular day... I just, for the listeners yeah. just wondering why there was a little... Ju- I dumped that bit, dear listeners. Yeah, I swore I at Gatford. Oh, yeah, well, you... At... I think you just kind of swore generally, weren't yeah. Were yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. But I, I, if I was wearing um, the flip-flops with no socks, what would you feel like then? I would would you just want me to keep the flip-flops on or come in? You listen, you, know, you can come in, you can come in, you just can't go upstairs. Fair enough. Well, have you got a downstairs toilet? Yeah, but there's no door on it at the moment. Well, that's OK, I can whistle. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh, dearie, dearie, uh, mate. No, there's no, door, there's no door in our downstairs toilet. I don't know why. Why, why is that? I don't know. Where's that gone? I, d- I don't know where it's gone. It, there was one. Um, and then we had oh, we had it done. And we had, like, it done. And right. then they didn't put the door back on. What the hell is that about? Who are they? And where have they gone? The builders and the plumbers. Uh, those guys. Those can't, guys. Can't, can't you do it? You're a man. Can't you no, hang it all? God, no, God, no, uh, no, 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 no. That's oh, not. That's well. never. That's I'd never offer to come round, but I can't. I can't do it. Okay. What have you called in for, Gats? Well, I, the shoe thing annoyed me. Yeah. So that was that was okay. numero uno. Yes. Um, because I feel I feel I feel exposed without the shoes. Yeah. Vulnerable. I often um, wear socks with with holes in. Well, me too, because I'm terrible at mending socks. But I don't. Well, no one, no one darns their socks anymore. So as soon as the socks go, they get chucked away. Not. No one, no one yeah. darns them. It's a terrible throwaway society. And when when the you know the big nuclear bombs come, we'll all be screwed because no one will be able to recycle anything. Well, recycling now means you put it in a green bin. But of course, back in the day, people would have recycled things themselves. Oh no 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 no! Um, where my parents live, they've got four bins for recycling. Oh blimey, it's true. So one big black bin, yeah. and then four boxes. Don't, don't call them black and, bins. Uh, well, races, mate. dark bins. Here we go. Um, and um, then four other bins of yeah. different colours for your different, and that's just confusing. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't love. I don't really want to be in a world. Oh, like we're talking about recycling bins. Just because I've been on BBC local radio today, it doesn't mean we have to stoop to their level. All right, then you pick the topic. I'll talk about it. <laughs> How about goodbye, Gatford? There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got nothing to talk about tonight. We'll have a little look in some of the papers, um, and I'll just keep talking and and hope that something um, sticks and something may not stick, and that's fine as well. Anything you want to talk about, dear listener, you're more than welcome to. Of course, you know the drill. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. As you know, we get... Here's the thing, right? Kath and I get so many members... You know we share the offices with Talk Sport, right? So there's Talk Radio and then there's Talk Sport. And on Talk Sport now is um, 
Jason Cundy, and um, uh, 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 Andy Goldstein. Oh, completely blank there. And uh, they would never mention this show on their show because they're scared that well, they've got loads of listeners and we've not got many, right? And that's fair enough. And they're, they're, bo- they're both really decent blokes, really decent blokes. I was a bit unsure about Jason to start with, if I'm completely honest, because he's, he's um, a foreigner to me in terms of I know nothing about his world. But um, ever since I gave him a lift to go and pick up his car, I thought, actually, what a decent bloke. And they're both really nice blokes and very funny, right? And very enjoyable. And, but but what, what's pleasing from a, an ego point of view... 0844-499-1000. Quite often I'll get people tweeting saying, oh, I used to listen to Cundy and Goldstein, um, but I'm a bit bored of that, so I found you. Brilliant. You're all welcome. And it's nice to have you. Uh, it, some of you say mean things about them too as well. There's no, don't, don't do that. There's no, there's no kind of rivalry like that there. But what's even more pleasing is when members of the talk sports staff come up to us and go, I'm oh, really enjoying the show, Ian. It's just nice to, you know, sometimes get a break from football. We get that quite a bit. We had a fella tonight. Fella tonight, me and Kath were in the kitchen having our supper. Pope says, oh, all right, Ian, nice to meet you. I, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen with my kid. And, um, yeah, it's just nice to get a break from the sport every now and then. That's people that, that work for that station. So if you're, a, if you're a talk sport member of staff and you're listening to talk radio, well done. Well done. I won't say nothing about it. So, I, as you know, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't know nothing about sports, right? Don't know nothing about sports, and I got sucked in to the twenty twelve Olympics. Um, I, I kind of got sucked into all the the argy-bargy of it, and I went and saw um, Paralympic weightlifters and stuff, and I, was, I got kind of sucked into twenty sixteen Olympics in Rio. I couldn't give a stuff about. Didn't, it didn't interest me at all, because it was on at a silly time of night. I didn't see anything. Didn't see anything, right? Um, but but well done, all those guys and gals. Um, but they've had recently two um, parades for the Olympians and the Paralympians. Two, two parades, one in Manchester and one in London, right? Loads of people turned out to go and see them in the pouring rain, well done. It must have been wonderful for those athletes and their families to see all that support. And that's great. I'm not knocking that in the slightest. But I found two heroes. Have you seen this story about the parade? Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. In fact, see if you can find these people on Facebook, Kath. Zach Alsop, A-L-S-O-P, or Jamie Rawsthorne. They're both 21. See if we can find them and get them on the show. This is, this is brilliant, right? This is, this is what Britain is great at. It's in all the papers. Two pranksters sneaked onto the Team GB homecoming parade float by posing as Olympic gold medal winners. Oh, God. Isn't that beautiful? And we're all thinking, oh, I wish I'd done that. Not not one of you is angry that they've done that. You can't be. It's just so beautiful. It's just beautiful. Zach Alsop and Jamie Rawsthorne are our new heroes. Both 21. They're only lads. They're young lads having a bit of a laugh, doing what Britain is best at, winding people up. Both 21, and they've really gone for it, right? They've really done well. Both 21 wore replica kits and plastic medals 
to climb on the float in Manchester with genuine athletes on Monday. Oh, it's so delicious. I want to talk to these two lads. I want to know at what point they thought they were going to do it. Was it was it the night before? They've bought the outfit, so there has to be a little bit of planning involved. Couldn't have been a completely spontaneous thing. And you just imagine them on Monday morning getting dressed up and going, are we, gonna, are we actually going to do this? We are actually going to do this. The pair managed to dodge security and police to mingle with the Olympics heroes as thousands lines, lined the street to cheer their Rio triumph. Oh, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Can someone try and find me the clip? They're on Sky News. We'll have a little look. It'll be on YouTube. We'll have a little look. They were only rumbled by a Sky News journalist who asked Jamie how he'd won his medal. Jamie said, so that was the Olympics. Uh, sorry, the fencing in the Olympics. Asked if it was a blagging Olympics, he admitted, a bit of one, yeah. We just bought the kit, got the medals, and just thought we'd give it a go. We blag something every now and then. Oh, man! These people, have you got them? Beautiful. Get in touch. Send them a message. Get them on the show. They are heroes. You got, are you talking to them now? Fantastic. Fantastic. They might be coming on. How exciting is that? These, I mean, these are legends. These are proper legends. Zach of Radstock Somerset said on Facebook, Mum, I made it! (laughs) But sports fans, oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, the, the, the people ruining it for everybody by, um, complaining about security. Oh, here we go. I've just found the clip. Hang on. Have, let's have a listen to this. What did you win? So that was the Olympics. Uh, the, sorry, the fencing in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was it a flagging Olympics, was it? Oh, a bit of one, a bit of one. Yeah, yeah. We but just kind show, of bought the kit. And we just went, what medal? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah so, we, so we got the, the medal and we just thought, you know, we'll give it a go. We actually got ushered on. It was so, actually completely against our will. Yeah. But... So you're, you're a couple of flaggers, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. We flagged yeah. flag, flag something every now and then, but right. we're going to get off for the next well, stop. Well, we've got to get off. Oh, the scrumpy boken from Sky. You're blaggers, aren't you? He should have been saying, guys, these two have just blagged their way on. They're legends. <laughs> Zach of Radstock Somerset said on Facebook, Mum, I made it. But sports fans... Mm questioned how they got so close to athletes like uh, Jessica Ennis-Hill with one tweeting, pretty ropey security. Oh, shut up, you you complete melt. The British Olympic Association said, We are disappointed anyone would want to detract from the athlete celebration. Oh, come on, guys. It's hardly like ISIS got on there. And, uh, do you know what I mean? It's two blokes having a little bit of a laugh, seeing if they could chance their arm. And they did chance their arm, and it paid off. Absolute 
heroes, as far as I'm concerned. And do you know what? In a minute, we might be speaking to them. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Guys, what did you, uh, Sandy, just frame up very quickly. Yeah. What did you win? So that was the Olympics. Uh, the, sorry, the fencing in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a flagging Olympics, was it? Oh, a bit of one, a bit of one. Yeah, yeah. We Flag- just kind of show, bought show the, us the medal. We just went, what, what medal? Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. So we, so we got the, the medal, and we just thought, you know, we'll give it a go. We actually got ushered on. It was actually completely against our will. But... So you're, you're a couple of flaggers, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Flag, yeah. Flag, flag, flag something every now and then, but right. we're going to get off at the next well, stop. Well, we've got to get honest. off. Unbelievable. What a grumpy Sky reporter. That was, um, I think that was Jamie Rawsthorn talking. Um, and th- this is how, well done, Catherine. I mean, look, we got Zach Alsop on the line. Oh, evening, Zach. Hello, how you doing? Oh, mate, listen, I've got to say, uh, you know, <laughs> you, sir, I, I'm sure your friends have told you this, you, sir, are a legend. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank uh, you very much. Thank you. Listen, I've got to ask, when did you, when did you and Jamie decide that you were going to do this? Uh, do you know what? Not actually that long ago. It was probably um, about a month ago. Jamie kind of rang me up all excited. Um, he's uh, he's from Manchester, so he's kind of loving it, the fact that the Olympic parade was coming to his hometown, basically. So he was like, right, we need to do something. We need to come up. Um, so at which point I was like, well, why don't we just try and get on the bus? Like, it was pretty much the first thought that came into my head because we've been doing similar things at festivals. Um, throughout the summer, so it was kind of like it was already on the cards by that point. So yeah, so, I mean the planning started with two weeks to go, basically. So not actually that much. So Wang, and what stuff have you done at festivals then? Um, <laughs> so at the beginning of uh, summer, we we kind of went to a few gigs down in Bristol, and we managed to get backstage and meet a few of our favourite rappers. Yeah, um, that kind of escalated a little bit into sneaking into festivals and then getting backstage once we're in there. And, I mean, we've, we've done a various, like, different festivals throughout the year. So we've been kind of filming and documenting the whole process oh. and just uh, kind of gathering a lot of um, a lot of good footage, really. We, we'll, we'll talk about the video in a second. How do you how do, you do it, then? Because I'm terrible at, at blagging stuff. I get all nervous <laughs> and uncomfortable. How do you do it? What do you say? Do you, know, do you know what? Like every time you go through like a little a little phase of doubting yourself, and you're like, oh, maybe we're going to get rumbled soon enough. But I, d- I just don't know. I think it's a lot to do with human psychology. Like yeah. by no means I'm an expert, but if you've got like a, a an outfit which looks legitimate and you don't give anyone a reason to question you, it, it's mostly about confidence, mm. to be honest. And and we kind of develop that kind of thick skinned kind of attitude towards it. All right, so you decided you were going to do this. You were going to get on the bus. Um, uh, uh, yeah. what, you, what you just and you could, you just went out and bought the kit and the the fake medals, did you? Yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot of. Uh, let me just clear up the talk about the medals. They were not plastic, by the way. The sun. Um, <laughs> so they, they were not plastic. They were actually high quality replicas from it, uh, from eBay. So I'm glad you've I, got I'm that because it says here pranksters plastic medals. It just goes to show yeah, it may yeah. be Britain's greatest newspaper, but they get the facts wrong. Yeah, no, exactly. I t- I'll tell you what, I met Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas later on uh, in the evening, and I guess he owns a lot of gold jewellery. He couldn't tell the difference. He picked it up, it had a lot of weight behind it, and he couldn't tell. So, so hang on, did you, hang on a minute. Good. Did, you, did you convince Will I Am that you're an Olympic gold medalist? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he loved the fact. <laughs> he, he's not sure he knew what fencing was, but he loved the fact that we were Olympians. Why did you pick fencing? Well, well, there is actually some thought behind this. One, because 
not the most popular sport, and and two because they all wear masks. So at one point we were actually in a bar, and we managed to bag ourselves some free drinks, and and they started googling us right in front of us, and we were like, oh geez, this is we're going to get kicked out soon, but. They, they kind of looked up and was like, oh, my God, I love, like, the masks. Like, they have the, the Great Britain flag on left and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 good touch that was, yeah. How did you, so, get, I mean, how did you get on the bus? So we kind of, Jamie's flat was just down the road from the start point. So yeah. we basically got kitted up, um, just put over. We had 10 minutes to go, and uh, we kind of got mobs by people on the way wanting photos of us and stuff, so we nearly missed it. Um, kind of rocked up right near the bottom kind of area where the buses were all lined up. And uh, we d- we just kind of passed through the fence and the security, like, waved us through. So um, I think it was, like, the last minute kind of worked in our favour. So a lot of athletes were, like, running back and forth to the toilets and stuff. So we kind of, like, blended in quite well. You got on the bus. Um, yep. And, I mean, it must have been a bit of a buzz because there are thousands of people there cheering you <laughs> yeah i mean I, w- I wish i could have taken it in like more than i did it the whole thing felt like about 10 seconds long as soon as we got on the bus like we we were questioned immediately by the the modern pentathletes who obviously knew everyone in the team yeah so we kind of stuck out like sore thumbs so they kind of came over to us and were like oh Guys, you might be on the wrong wrong kind of bus. Uh, <laughs> what, what sport do you do? And we, we came up with fencing because I, I personally didn't know that uh, fencing was part of the modern pentathlete kind of yeah. repertoire. So they were like, as soon as I said fencing, the look on their faces changed. I knew I'd made a, a kind of grave mistake because we got bombarded with questions about what kind of swords we use and all this kind of stuff we just didn't have a clue about. And then when did the, scar- the grumpy Skyman talk to you? <laughs> um, so that was probably five minutes down the road. So we, the kind of the pentathlete team were like really on board with us being there. They loved it, and they were like, "Right, let's kind of get you guys on Sky News." So oh, they, they were they point, were on side. Oh yeah, they were in on it. Yeah, oh like, beautiful! Oh naughty yeah, athletes! I mean, <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, so we probably would have we would have definitely got off the bus if they kind of had an issue with it. But, yeah. I mean, we, we chatted to them and oh, they were, they were really cool with it. Yeah. So, so they said, like, let's let's get you on Sky News now. So by that point, the whole kind of, everyone on the float knew that we weren't meant to be there. Yeah. So it was kind of like he he played it off as if we didn't know that he knew, but everyone on the bus knew. So right. he was kind of trying to make us look stupid, basically. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, mis- he mean, was that, is that so miserable? Oh, you're blagging it, are you? You're blaggers, are you? Miserable git, come on. Yeah, lighten up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah. you, you, did you, st- did you, because st- you, you kind of, you, you both buckle a little bit, and you go, well, um, we're probably going to get off at the next stop. Did you get off, or did you stay on? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we did. Um, so we, we kind of realised at that point, we, we didn't want to stick out for too long. Um, we thought, by that point, the athletes had already invited us to the after party, so we were like, right, we, we kind of had our fun here, we've got enough footage for the video. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll meet you guys later, and they're like, yeah, cool, like, cheers for doing that, like, nice to meet you. And then we kind of, yeah, we hopped off of the Skyman and just kind of dived into the crowd and <laughs> blended back in then. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then you got to the drinks in the evening. You, any other celebrity? You didn't meet any royalty, did you? Oh, 
no. The party was good. The afterpart was very good. Obviously, Will Aaron was a highlight and kind of the whole night was a bit of a blur, to be honest. Um, and this this video, you, so you've been filming, how many times do you reckon you've done this then? Um, this summer, probably seven, oh. seven different festivals, met like crazy amount of amazing musicians and rappers and artists and stuff. It's the coolest, I don't know, are, uh, what, 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 are you at work? Are you students? What are you up to? Uh, so I, um, me and Jamie both graduated, uh, from Bristol Uni, uh, in May. Yeah. So Jamie's running his own business and I'm kind of, um, just doing videography stuff. So a few weeks back I was at a festival and I'd done the same thing, met a few bands and rap groups, uh, like the Four Owls and Laid Black and they kind of said, well, if you've got all this footage, let's use it. So... I've been making videos for kind of um, musicians and kind of things like that recently. So. Oh, brilliant. And, and listen, is it, have you got stuff online? I want to send people your way. Is, is all this stuff online they can come and see? <laughs> yeah, so um, the Olympic video is the first one on the channel. So the, the festival videos are coming very soon. Um, What's the yeah, channel? Everything can, be, uh, everything can be found on uh, JIB. It's J-I-B on YouTube. J-I-B? Hang on a minute. I'll yeah. just make sure I'm getting because I'm going to I'm going to uh, tweet it. Oh, that's the name of the chat. So is it youtube.com slash jib? I'm not sure. No, I never I'm know how sure. it works. YouTube's a... so no. It's probably easier if you just type in a video name. So the the video name is um, I I spent the day as an Olympic athlete, or I, I became an Olympic athlete I, for a day or something. Uh, I, all right, hang on. I Olympic. Hang on a minute. We're going to find it, and we're going to tw- I'm going to tweet it now. So, um, thank you so much, sir. Oh, no, listen. Well, tell you what, I can't find it. I'm going to find it during the next break. Uh, uh, Zach, thank you so much, A, for coming on at short notice. Catherine literally just found you on Facebook because we were reading the story. <laughs> thank you for doing this. We need more people like you doing this kind of stuff, <laughs> man. Um, next thank time, you very much. I'm ne- oh, honestly, I think it's hilarious. Uh, next time you do it, let us know, won't you? And uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll uh, not that we condone um, uh, sneaking into things or breaking the law or anything like that. But <laughs> I think I think you're an absolute um, an absolute legend. So thank you, Zach, and send our best on to Jamie. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Keep in touch. Keep his keep his details, Catherine. Well, I'll find his video and we'll we'll, we'll tweet it, and um, you can find the channel. Wow, that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what being alive is about. Well done, Catherine, for finding him as well. That's what being alive is about, is doing stuff like that. Fantastic. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I've just um, tweeted the link to um, Zach's video channel. I do urge you to subscribe or at least watch it and, and if you enjoy it share it because um that is br- what were you doing when you were 21 i certainly wasn't you know making funny videos funny imaginative creative um and what's what was interesting about talking to zach it's not mean at all and the newspapers and the skyman have tried to make it into this sort of mean scam or security threat and it wasn't mean at all. It was it was delightful, and um, funnier, made even funnier because the athletes busted them pretty quickly, <laughs> pretty quickly. But then um, then the athletes were part of it, 
saying, yeah, let's get you on Sky News. How cool is that? Well done, Zach. Thank you for that, mate. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for tracking him down, Catherine. Oh, that was fun. Well, I feel like we've done the show. Let's go home. Not really. Not really, guys. Um, I don't know which story to go to next now, because that might inspire us. Oh, we got Ian in France. Evening, Ian. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, boss. How are you doing? Um, I'm all right, thanks. Uh, word association game. Yes. Uh, uh, Sonic. Hedgehog. Ratchet. Clank. Sly. Stone. Or Cooper. Sly Cooper. Oh, uh, Gears. Uh, what? Say that again. Gears. Uh, change. Oh, Gears of War. Yes. Yeah, well, you, you, you're you good. You first, you, I you didn't like first Gears two. of War. I didn't like Gears of War. I thought it was a terrible game, and everyone was raving about it, and I'm going, what? It's boring, guys. I've never played it. Nah, rubbish. Uh, because I've, I've never owned an Xbox. Xbox, um, I'm, I'm Xbox, well, you know. you're an Xbox. <laughs> I'm, um, I keep meaning to dive into Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, and I keep, I've, I've, I've started it on one machine and then I've got another machine set up and I've, I've started yeah. it on the other machine, but I still, I, 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 I've not got past the second mission. Don't you voyeuristically watch Limmy? Say that again. Don't you voyeuristically observe Limmy playing? I do watch the uh, Scottish comedian Limmy, yeah. um, uh, yeah. uh, uh, playing it and, and swearing and effing and jeffing. I do, I do enjoy, um, I do enjoy that. But I don't know. Video games. Video games. I don't know. I'm not as... Um, I don't get sucked into them but as he, much as I did. Question. Yes. Here's the question. At what age should one stop? Oh, no. I don't buy any of that, that stopping. Yeah. I think as long as you're, you're, you're still getting... It's like... Um, I always thought you should stop wearing T-shirts with band names on them when yeah. you're about 40. I'm 43 <laughs> now, and of course now I'm a 43-year-old man wearing ill-fitting jeans, wearing T-shirts that say they might be giants. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 that's just the way it goes. I don't think there's, there's, there's any... You know, my generation mm. is the first generation that, that was brought up on video games within the home. This is it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're pretty much the same age. I think you're a couple of years older than me. All right, mate. Pretty much, the sa- oh, pretty much the same, you know? Yes. Um, and I, I, I had quite a heated conversation with somebody. Yeah. Uh, I was asked, well, what, what did you do this weekend? And I said, well, not much, but I just played a couple of video games. And the response no. was, was, was as if I'd said, you know, was as if I'd said, I, you know, I, I went around and tickled a couple of persons' nether regions. Yes, I, um, I do look back on my life mm. and marvel... At the amount of time <laughs> I've I've wasted on you know obsolete f- football games, for example, FIFA ninety seven, sure, uh, which was you know a big deal at the time, and 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 the first Halo and and all of the second Halo and all of these kind of things, and it wasn't completely wasted because I I guess I got something out of it, I got some pleasure out of it, but I could have if, imagine if I'd spent that time uh-huh. learning to play the guitar, yeah. Or learning a foreign language. If I'd spent yeah. all of the hours I've, I've spent playing video games, I spent mm-hmm. learning French. But, but, but nobody says this about reading books, do they? 
Well, just, uh, I, I, well, it would work with but, but, but books. I kind of think you're getting some sort of knowledge from you're you're, mm-hmm. you're you're getting something that is more tangible than you are from playing a video game. I mean, I can my memory is terrible, but but I you know books have. Um, I can tell you facts from books. I can sure. tell you interesting things. I can recount funny passages. I mean, you learn vocabulary, I suppose. Yeah. Vocabulary. Yeah, and yeah. It, it helps. Yeah. But, you know, the reading of books has helped with my writing. But yeah. video games, yeah, okay. I, I played a really tough... Um, I did a really tough puzzle on the original Tomb Raider back yeah. in 1999. <laughs> so what? So what? what? But what about... What about it? Okay, not books, not films. Yes. Golf. What did you What did you do this weekend? I went and played golf for for eight hours. Golf. What a waste of time! Well, but is what it a though? massive waste of time? But is it though? Because exercise, <sighs> barely companionship. Oh, only with other golfers. Focus of the mind. It's like a meditation. No more. It takes no less skill to. Pull off a, a fantastic headshot in Call of Duty, than to oh, come on. You're, the, now you're now you're surely now you're you're, you're saying that Call surely. of Duty is as skillful as golf. <laughs> you're I mean, insane. Have you been Faldo drinking level. again? That's insane. <laughs> not um, we're not talking Nick Faldo levels of skill here, but you know, a, 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 I... a general workman like golfer is no more skilled than a, than a general workman like player of. Gears of War, surely. I don't believe mm. in the real world yeah. right, that anybody has ever scored a hole in one. I don't believe it. Kim John Il did. No, he did. No, he didn't. Well, you said he did. Who said he said he did? He said he did. Oh, he and, said he and did. And Robert Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it turns out dictators score them virtually yeah, every shot they take. Goal. Um, I don't believe it's ever happened. I've never seen it. No, I've never seen it. And even if I saw it, right, because when you hit the ball, the golf ball is tiny and it's white, so when you hit it, it goes in the sky. You can't see it, right? And it's the the, the hole is, what, 250, 300 yards away. Sure. So no one could see that it's got... No one could see that it's gone in unless you were stood by the hole, right? true. But then if you're stood by the hole... You won't know it's necessarily the ball. I don't believe it's possible. It's impossible. That we, tiny ball seen... in that tiny hole from 300 <laughs> yards away, I'm not having it. <coughs> and we've all seen Goldfinger, haven't we? What happens, Have, in, gold, what happens in Goldfinger? There is a fantastic golf cheating scene in Goldfinger. Where, where Sean Connery, obviously James Bond, yes. is playing golf against Goldfinger. Oh, I've never watched the uh, Sean Connery <sighs> one all the way through. Okay, it's, it's just a, fa- a fabulous where, where, where well. Goldfinger himself <clears throat> uses um, what's his name? Is it Odd Job? I think the, the henchman. Is, is, is it the one with the bowler hat? The bowler hat. Yeah, guy. Odd Job. I like, I like job. him. I like yeah. him. Yeah. He uses him to help him cheat at golf. It's a fabulous, Ooh. basically a fabulous instruction manual on how to cheat at sport. It's great. I can't even play mini golf, and the boys <laughs> love mini golf, right? 
But the thing about playing it with the boys is they'll do their shots, right? And they'll all want to do their shots all in one go. Yeah. And it will take them like 20 shots, but they'll count it as four because apparently pushing it when it's, it's not stopped moving from the last shot, that's still like one shot. And oh, then okay. it'll be my shot, but then they'll go on to the next hole. And mm. so I genuinely, by, by the fourth hole, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm not playing. You just, you just play your silly <laughs> game yourself. And I, you know, I want to play by the rules and they want to play the way they want to play. But I can't get the ball in that hole. And that's just over a hill and through a windmill. But the windmill, here's the thing. Yeah. Crazy golf or mini golf yes. is much harder than full size golf. You're insane. Do you know that? It would do but it's harder, isn't it? Because How? there are no there are no windmills in full size golf, are, are they? they not? They there someone are. someone should make a full sized crazy golf. What a great idea. I would to- idea. I would be up for that. I, I, I always wanted to build you know those little jungle gyms for kids? Yep. Next to shopping centres. Yep. One of those for adults. Yeah, soft, soft play for adults. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Brilliant. Well, if you if you start it, Ian, let me know, and I'll, I'll I'm I'm certainly going to sign up for a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice one, man. Thank you very Thanks. much, Ian. Pleasure. Always nice to talk to you. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome. I honestly do not believe that someone has ever scored a hole in one i just don't see how it how it's even like remotely possible to do it the ball is tiny right it's about it's about golf ball size right the hole is not much bigger than the ball and you're hitting it 300 yards nah i'm not i'm just not buying it in the slightest, as being workable. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. So, you're supposed to put a tortoise in the fridge. So it says in the papers, guys, let's read on. Before before you do go and put uh, Tommy in there, let's read on and, and get a little bit more of the facts, shall we, guys? Nice pl- it says n- ice, n- ice, n- dash ice, just to ram it home. Place for your tortoise to spend winter in a fridge. I can't believe this. Children used to watch each winter as Blue Peter tortoise. What was the tortoise called? No, not George. Frida. According to John Ingham, the environment editor was carefully packed away. In, you're not supposed to paint on their um, shelves anymore. It's poisonous. Uh, killjoys. There'll be an inquiry in the BBC soon about animal cruelty in the 70s. It's nice that Tony Blackburn's back on the BBC. Well done, BBC. You charlatans. You slimy toads. Although I was on the BBC today, so great to be back, guys. I did a Blackburn and I went back to the BBC. Children used to watch each winter as Blue Peter Tortoise Frida was carefully packed away in a cardboard box for a few months. Oh, for a few months hibernation in a quiet corner. Does it have to be quiet? I mean, is the noise going to disturb them? But experts sound... (laughs) But experts now say tortoises 
would be better off in the fridge, providing you keep a close eye on them and don't use an appliance that is used for the family's food. Oh, yeah, because everyone's got a spare fridge lying around in it. Everyone's got a spare fridge. Crying out loud. The British Veterinary Association said yesterday, modern advice has moved away from the traditional idea of placing your tortoys in a shoebox in the attic. The old practice is linked to health problems such as frostbite, weight loss and bites from rodents. Imagine that. Imagine you go to sleep. Then you wake up like two of your legs are missing and they've been eaten by rats. Imagine imagine that as you're going, as you're falling asleep, right? When you wake up in the morning, two of your limbs, maybe an arm and a leg, maybe both legs, will be gone. They'll be eaten by rats. Because that's what's going to happen tonight. Yep. Um, British Veterinary Zoological Society President Mark Stidworthy said, Using a fridge to hibernate a tortoise may seem odd, but can provide a safe and reliable hibernation chamber. It is essential to ensure that the refrigerator temperature is stable, correct for the species, and regularly monitored. Boring! Boring pets! Tortoises, terrapins, stick insects. I think mine are dying. Certainly hope so. I'll check tomorrow. Fish, rabbits, dogs. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. But he warned the greatest risk to health of the pet, which can cost one hundred and thirty pound, is being left in hibernation too long. The Tortoise Trust says fridges should be set at five degrees Celsius. So it does not get too cold and put in a box with air holes in the lid. Fortunately, a hibernating tortoise breathes slowly and has a low oxygen demand. It sh- oh, here we go. I mean, you thought you could just leave it in there for six months. No! Work is involved. You've got to do something with this docile thing. It should be taken out once a week to check it is not losing weight dramatically. And the fridge opened at least three times a week for a few minutes to ensure enough oxygen circulates. But don't use... Don't, for God, for the sake of everything that is holy, please think of the children. Don't use the family fridge. As they must not share lodgings with food or drink. Lodgings? Because of the risk of deadly bugs, including salmonella. You know, I would put it in the fridge. I would forget about the tortoise. Come the spring, i go, oh, blimmin' it, we've got a tortoise. Oh, no. I've, got, I've left him, he's been in the fridge since October. Quick, let's go and look. Oh, he's dead. Damn you, Ben uh, Johningham, the environment editor of the Mail. You killed my tortoise. You killed Terry. On your head be it. And then what we'd do is we'd um, we'd put Terry in a jiffy bag, because it'd be all withered, withered. And we'd send it to the um, to John Ingham, environment editor, care of the Daily Mail, Fleet Street, 
London, England, the world, the solar system, the universe, and let him deal with it. That's how that ended. So all in all, it was a very sad affair for everybody concerned. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Oh man, alive! But what what a fun hour we've had. We've come in with nothing, and we've had a cracking sixty minutes. We spoke to one of the guys who blagged his way. <laughs> Onto the Olympic celebration bus. What's going to happen next? I can see Nigel's calling in. That can only spell disaster. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. One, two, three, four. Oh, that 
that was live at the end. Acapulco. It fantastic. It showed, it showed the O2 arena that we, we were mm. singing live. They do that live, yeah. but they do that pop group sometimes. They'll, they'll, they'll carry on singing <laughs> after the, sh- the song so they can show their microphones are live. I love that song. Yeah, it's really brilliant. It uh, is uh, the way brilliant. you put it together. It is brilliant, but you're brilliant, I'm brilliant. Oh, I've we got... both sang well together, didn't we? I've got the sales figures in. Do you want to know how I've many copies... Yet, but how many you've sold? Right. Mm. Yeah, you go far away, Ian. How many do you think we've sold? Uh, 100,000. It could you, be more. Are you, are you sitting down? Yes. Good. <laughs> it's a big shock. It's going to be a big shock, mate. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Anyway, yes. So you're saying 100,000? Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Okay. Um, it, you... All right, 10,000. 10,000. <laughs> all right, 10,000. 20,000. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's only a bit of fun, wasn't it's it? It's only a bit of fun. But, but, uh, but it, I, dare, I dare say we've sold a few. Well... Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, I'm doing my bell watching Disney films. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, I'm looking one out today. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, I'm watching all the films today. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, we're watching all the films today. <laughs> yeah. And they call it puppy, puppy love. love. Imagine oh, having sex I with a dog. What? Never know huh? how a young girl it really feels. That's a bit creepy now. And how I love her so. That's a bit creepy now. You're too, you're too old to be singing puppy love. Oh, well, he did. On the well, TV. yeah, but he was a child. Mm. You're, no, he you're was a child when he sang it on the TV today. Who? Uh, he's been on TV a lot. So Who's been on TV today? Jimmy Osmond, Donny Osmond. No, Donny Osmond's Donny. been singing it uh, on the TV. Inappropriate. Mm. Inappropriate. He's too old to sing that now, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He, he doesn't sing it so well, neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not a bad singer. He's still hey, a bad singer. I like Donny Osmond. Yeah. He's better than Jimmy Osmond, but he's, oh, no, he's, he's no David Cassidy, is he? No, I, I don't think... Um, um, he probably... I don't think Donny Osmond could sing as well as he did when he was, like, 16, because your voice changes, doesn't it? Who can, though? Who but can? Who can, yeah, because your voice gets deeper. Who can really? No, no. no. Uh, so, so far away with the figures. Okie dokie. Right. I don't want to... I hope I'm not going to be shocked. I think you're going to be... I think you're in for a surprise, mate. Ten. <laughs> Ten. A little bit lower. No, I'm joking! Right. Seven. Shut up. <laughs> Come so down, there are two... <laughs> there are two sets of figures, right? Yeah. Two sets of figures. Now, well, there are the, the... I'm going to tell you, Nigel. Mm. There are the figures for those people that brought that bought the EP. Now, the EP yeah. was the three songs. Lindsay yeah, Lohan, yeah. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, yeah. and, and your t- friend. Titty Man. Titty Man, yeah. So there are the figures for the, the people that bought all three as a package, right? Mm. And then there are also figures... For people who bought the individual the, tracks. The separate, for the three yeah. separate ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's three. Let's do the separate figures first, because they're mm. a little bit lower than the other ones, mm. right? Because most mm. people, most people, this is the good news. But I bought the album, I Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would have thought that. Yeah, because you got your picture on the front. Exactly. So most yeah. people went for that. So <laughs> these figures, these figures you're going to hear are a bit low. Yeah. But don't worry. No. So, in reverse order, the mm. number of people that bought Titty Man. Yes. 
Give it its full title, brackets, I'm a, close bracket, Titty Man, mm. featuring Barry from Watford and the yeah. DC DJ. People who bought that just on its own. Yes. 19. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm. Bit Se- second place. Never mind. Miley Stiley, mm. featuring Nigel from Maidstone mm. and the DC DJ. Yeah. 23. Oh. Is that disappointing, or...? Well, um, uh, that, it that, been higher. Mm. Well, you, okay. That's a, that's a single, yeah. But these are the singles. Mm. We've not got to the people that bought the whole album. No, no, I think I'll be shocked when I hear it. You've got to be, oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially if the first guess was 100,000. <laughs> and the so, people who bought Lindsay Lohorn featuring mm. Nigel from Maidstone and the DC DJ on its own and nothing else. Yes. 42. Oh, better. Get better, yeah. better. Now! Much better, yeah. Now we go to the fun stats. The, the, the Miley one. We close that one. Mm. And we open um, we open this. I've got a pie chart here. Right. So the number of people yeah. that bought the whole album, all three songs. But who, the, the, the Miley single, how many bought the Miley single? That was 20, um, 23, wasn't it? 20, oh, you, you 21. didn't mention that one. I did. Oh. I did. I literally okay. did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um... <laughs> uh, mm. um yeah, apparently there are some radio awards tonight. I'm being asked by um, um, some high-ranking officials if you mm. won anything at the radio awards. Did you win anything? I didn't, no. no maybe they'll let you know by um, mm. phone. So the number mm. of people that bought... Well, I say that. The number of um, albums that we sold. I don't know if it's mm. the number of people. Some people might have bought it twice or thrice. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You said 100,000. You're mm. not far off. Really? It's 271. Oh, great. That's fantastic. You sound a little bit... No, 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 it's great. I, I didn't expect to, you to sell that to uh, listen, anyway. Uh, listen, Nigel, on a serious note, I know you're a bit disappointed, mm. right? No, that... no, no, that's fine, because you still sell it. it hasn't been, it's only been on sale for two weeks. Well, it's been about a month, but... but no, no, it's three weeks. Well, there we go. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's on sale forever, so, I mean, it, yep, it's going to sell a lot more. It's going to be like, but I, I think, I, I don't think it's going to sell anymore. I think that's the mm. most it's going to sell, because it's been the initial run. But, do you know yeah. what? I've got someone, I've got Neil here has said, yeah. I've set Lindsay Lohorn as my alarm. Mm. I've got people that listen to it regularly, that, that mm. have it in the car, the kids mm. are singing it. Mm. Uh, it's brought a lot of pleasure to people. Yeah. I've not done the maths yet, because I need to add it all up and divide it and then work out, because mm. I've got to pay tax on it. But mm. you'll get about 60 quid. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so I, w- I wasn't going to ask about the money anyway. Um, well, it's your money. Yeah, sure, yeah. But you said that three... What was the figure again? Two, two, um, two, two, two hundred thousand and seventy. Sorry, two hundred, two hundred thousand and seventy. No, what was the figure again? Two, two hundred thousand, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was two hundred and seventy-one. Uh, no thousands. Oh, I see, two hundred and seventy-one. Yeah. Oh, it was lower than I thought. I thought it would be in the thousands. Uh, so. I'm going to be honest. But mind you, if you, if it's on sale, the, the longer you leave this it, if you leave it... This is the most awkward phone call I've ever been involved if in. you leave it for sale... For Anyone sale, else has got their toes curling up? up? Wouldn't it? Mm. Well, I suspect... 
But I like it. I like the songs. I like the songs. I think you've done very well with them. We got to number 32 in the charts, in the dance charts on iTunes, Nigel. Is that that on there now, in the dance charts? No, it's dropped out now, but... um, It was in there last week. Teaspoon Riverneck on Twitter says he DJ'd Lindsay Lohorn at a metal gig a few Mm. weeks back. Mm. So it's brought a lot of people Mm. a lot of joy. Mm. It's brought them joy. Good. Very pleased. So there's about. I'm, I'll do the maths. But don't, I'm not. No, no. I, I, I'm not worried about the, the actual pay payout. The money, for me. Hey, I just Nigel. Want people to enjoy it. Nigel. And, everyone's everyone's going to get a few quid out of this. Mm, all right. That's mm. that's what it is. I'm not here to rip you off. I've just got no. to do the maths. Work out. Divide it by who. Go, work out on the sales. I've got. I've got to have to declare it and pay tax. Mm. Um. So it's like, it'll be about sixty quid. And but but I thought you was going to leave it on sale for a bit longer. It will stay on sale, Nigel. Forever. It will stay on sale. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm. Because, I, d- I mean, I don't want people not to miss out no! on what to decide to buy oh, it. No, it's going to stay on sale. I, mm. I, I, I do think... We get the figures, I think, in yeah. about every month, right? Yes. I do suspect that next month it will have sold none. I think it's, oh. it's one of the... Well, you don't know, aren't you? Well, we don't know. No, we don't no. know. It's, it's, it's the kind of record, though, that's going to do really well in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. And then yeah. it's going to drop right off. But it's more catchy than a lot of things that are on the ch- in the charts, oh. isn't it? More ca- the, I think, especially the Lindsay Lohan one. And here's and mm. here's the here's the mm. you thought that was a blow, mm. and I can tell you're disappointed by the sales, Nigel. I did try and set no, you I'm up. I'm not disappointed. Well, no, no, no. I'm not attached because I thought you might only sell about twenty. Well, you no, you you thought I was going to say a hundred thousand. No, no, I didn't really. No, okay. I didn't. I just and here's it. the final blow. Mm. I'm yes. li- I'm leaving the group. Oh right, you don't you don't want to be in any more of my records in any more of my records then? No, no. I right. am leaving. You're not leaving the radio station. Are no, you? no, 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 no. Staying in the radio station. But I decided that Dan, Dan and I, uh, well, Dan and I have decided to maybe make uh, do Nigel's time, which is a song written about my, me being on the radio. And I that would, might be a success. Wish you both. Mm. The very, very best of luck in your career, yeah, yeah. but but I am leaving, and I'm I'm citing musical differences. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I didn't expect you to keep doing no, anyway, no. But, uh, so I'm 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 quitting the group. Mm. Okay, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm not, I should go solo. <laughs> well, well, I'd like to anyway. So, um, oh, I've got. A, um, did you like that puppy love renovation? I did. The what? The renovation of Puppy Love. Did you like my singing? The renovation of Puppy what, Love. What, the, my version of Puppy Love. Did you like it? I thought it was absolutely wonderful, Nigel. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going to be honest, guys. That was the most awkward phone call. It was like dumping a girlfriend. That was tense, wasn't it? How many do you think we sold? 100,000? What? Ah, oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. Huh? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Periscope's a little bit different this evening. Normally we have the Periscope in the studio with me. Instead, it's behind the scenes and it's in the um, anti-studio with uh, Catherine and Ed. And you can... Um, you uh, uh, Do you have the output there? Can they hear what's going on in the show? You can hear the show. You can also hear Catherine and Ed uh, bitching about me. What'd you get up to? 
I know what you get up to. Uh, so Radio Geeks, it's, it's not going to be a watch for everybody, but Radio Geeks, if you want to see the back of um, two people's heads, uh, then periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Oh, exciting guests we've got coming on soon. Right, so John Lydon, we might play out tomorrow or Friday. Um, we've got this gentleman's name. Um, I'm really enjoying his book. Glenn Berger, who's written Never Say No to a Rockstar, which is about him working in the recording industry in the 70s. And he's just bumped into Paul Simon. Um, we've also got Petra Hayden. Playing Petra Hayden yesterday, who did the wonderful um, Acapulco version of God Only Knows. I might play that again. Um, absolutely wonderful. She's come by coincidence, is coming over here on November the 19th. And uh, we're going to speak to her the week before, which will be wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. And also, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey, Tony Basil is hopefully coming on the show. That's the plan. Tony Basil, singer, choreographer. There's a brilliant video. And the reason she popped up into my consciousness recently there's a brilliant video um and it kind of went viral watch this 73 year old woman put a dance class to shame um and it's this brilliant clip of this 73 year old woman getting up in a dance class in front of all these these kids you know in their, their late teens early 20s and and um astounding them by busting some moves and it was tony basil and um i thought oh 73 years old. She's lived a life. She's seen some things. She's, you know, done some great stuff. I'm aware that she choreographed the brilliant, and I'm not going to, I won't bang on about it, but she, there's a brilliant dance sequence in the Monkeys film Head with her and David Jones, and it's brilliant. I mean, genuinely brilliant. If you've got, if you've got five minutes spare, go on YouTube, type in Monkeys, Daddy Song. The dance sequence from that is stunning, and she choreographed that. Of course she had the pop career in the early 80s, but she's won Grammys and um, uh, all kinds of awards for choreography and, and all, loads of stuff. Incredible career. So she, hopefully she's coming on soon. Won't that be fun? 0844 is the telephone number. It's... Um, a fun show tonight. Uh, literally, it, it, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of having production meetings on air. If you've just tuned in, you missed us speaking to Zach, who was one of the pranksters who um, tricked him and his mate Jamie, tricked their way onto the um, Olympic bus. Nothing mean-spirited, nothing malicious. It was just for the, the joy of seeing how far they could get. And it's wonderful. And... Um, he's tweeted me now and um, he's going to keep in touch he's saying Ian we'll have to get you involved in the next one I haven't got the balls to do that stuff anymore I used to do stuff kind of similar to that on the 11 o'clock show a TV programme I presented years and years ago um, and I would get nervous doing it then I couldn't do it now I, I haven't got the balls to do it now really I just oh I buckle at the first hurdle Anyway, uh, you missed that, but we've, we've put the SoundCloud of that up and it'll be in the podcast as well, I am sure. Uh, so we're just sitting here, it's all kind of nice and relaxed and we're taking your phone calls and I'm sort of sifting through the papers because there's actually quite a bit in the papers today worth sifting through. We're talking about rubbish pets, all kinds of things. You know the score though, by now, most of you, don't you? And The reason I keep kind of telling you the score is because we get loads of new listeners every day every day i'll get someone tweeting me or emailing me or facebook me going oh i've just found you again after years 
you disappeared after Absolute, or you disappeared after LBC, or I used to think you were a tosser on the telly, but I heard you on Adam Buxton, and I just listened to your radio show, and it's great. We'll we'll get a new swing in about three weeks. We'll get a, a load of people swinging through after um, the, the Scroobius Pip podcast goes online from people going, I thought you were an idiot. But I quite enjoyed what you had to say on the Pip podcast. They might think I'm an idiot on that as well, actually. Um, but the, the way it works, if you are new and if you have just flicked through the dial and you've stumbled on talk radio, welcome. Um, the rest of the station is a little bit more, in inverted commas, normal. Um, Paul Ross does the breakfast show. What, what time is he on? Seven? Is he on six? Six till ten? Six till ten. Then the radio shuts down between ten and one. There's nothing worth listening to then. I'm joking, of course. It's only a woman who calls um, a woman in a new story sluts. Outrageous! Um, I don't listen. Uh, and then it gets good again at one o'clock when John Holmes comes on. And there's all kinds of stuff. This show, um, well, it, it's, it's, it's a phone-in show unlike any other phone-in show in that I sit here... And uh, I, I just talk rubbish and I go through the papers sometimes or sometimes I'll tell you what's happened in my day or what's going to happen in the next couple of days. And you're more than welcome to phone in about those things or or anything. You know, you just phone up and you say, I'm feeling a bit rough today, actually. just thought I'd, I'd, I'd check in because otherwise I've got a whole day without speaking to somebody. You can do that as well if you want. 0844 499 1000. We try... We try, and the more shows we do, the more confident I am. Tris, I'll come to you in a minute, promise. The more confident I am with this uh, kind of being the backbone of the show, we try and make it celebratory, right? Because, again, this show I mentioned earlier on, calling a woman a slut, outrageous behaviour. Phone-in radio, it's so easy to... Um, fuel it with anger and fuel it with hatred. Let's check the teeth of these migrants. Let's check their teeth. You do know that checking someone, ageing someone by their teeth is inaccurate to within five years above or below. You know that, don't you? Because that's what the the Dental Association came out today and said, yeah, well, we can do that, but A, it's unethical, and B, it's a really inaccurate way of judging people's ages. You, you, You could be five years above or five years below. So it would be easy to, 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 to come on now and say, these kids, they look like 25-year-old men. We don't want them here when we can't find homes for our own people. be easy, wouldn't it? And that's happening everywhere else. That's happening everywhere else. Um... I thought it'd be nice to do something where we celebrate stuff. And my default setting is to be mean and is to be a little bit snarky and is to be a little bit critical. That's my default setting. And if I do that on the show, it's generally because I've got tired. Okay? It's because I've got tired and uh, I'm feeling lazy. But Kath will give me a boot up the backside or Ed will give me a boot up the backside. And uh, we we try and celebrate. It's unusual to do that in, in 21st century Britain, particularly... Um, after the Brexit vote and with everything that's happening in America, it's, it, 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 the air, can you feel it? The air. We've got loads of people waiting to talk now. Tris and, and Kyle and Leslie, I promise I will come to you in a minute. But the air is getting thick with kind of a toxic poison. 
you know, you switch on the radio, you turn on the TV. Even people hoping to become the president of the United States of America are spouting racist, misogynistic, sexist, abusive, toxic spew. It's awful, isn't it? It's awful. And in politics in this country and on television in this country and phoning radio, right? For me, phoning radio should be a bit of fun. We could do serious stuff as well, you know. We can we can look into each other's souls and question, but I don't want it to be nasty. I don't want people to switch off my radio show and feel upset or feel ashamed or feel bullied. And yet that's what sells. And if I were to do that, we'd get much bigger audiences than when we get. I guarantee it, we get much bigger audiences because scaring people and upsetting people, if it's the minority, as long as it's the minority you're doing it to, it sells, it sells. Uh, and people want to listen to that. People want to get angry and they want to point the finger and they want to shout and they want to march along the streets with um, flaming torches and pitchforks and um, go and, uh, you know, attack people. So we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to avoid that with this show. Doesn't always work. It's an experiment. It may not last, but tonight, that's what we're doing. 0844 I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, let's go to Leslie. Good evening, Leslie. Hello. Um, good evening, Ian. How are you this evening, Leslie? Not too bad. I'm sitting here wasting time. Leslie, I, I just... Um, can you talk for a minute? I just need to go and get my phone, Leslie. My Pardon? phone is in the other studio. I just want to get my phone. Sorry. Hello? Ian? Um, there's a controversy Leslie, over... I've just Hi. gone to get my phone from the other studio, Leslie. Okay, I will talk. No problem. No, it's okay. I'm back now. Okay. Um, because, um... There's something I want to play to you, if that's all right. Can I play you something on my phone? Yeah. I was in bed the other day. Yeah. I was listening to the radio. Uh-huh. And something I heard... I was listening to another radio station, as I often do. And I heard... Really? Yeah. What? I heard the most amazing thing I've ever heard. And I recorded it on my phone, and I wondered if I could play it to you. Would that be all right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sure. This was it. Hang on, let me just get the speaker on. Turn it up. So I'm, I'm in bed, listening to the uh -huh. radio, and then, then suddenly I heard this. At this time, I'm a company, um, 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 what I've seen, all this stuff, certain about 90, 95% of stuff are foreigners. Right. right. You can tell by the colour. You can tell by um, the accent. Yeah. Well... You, you can jump to conclusions, but, I mean, if you, I'm, if I mean, you say so, I'm sure there are some companies where there there are predominantly uh, migrant workers. But is why, why is that? I mean, in, in this particular... Unbelievable. What's going on, Leslie? Are you seeing... No, other that, no, that was me. Yes, I know. I know it was you. Are you seeing another radio station behind our back? <laughs> What the hell is going on? 
I've seen many, my, when I can sneak in one or two, I, I do sneak in one or two. You'd sneak in one or two? You, I, I'm in bed, I thought, no, that can't be my Leslie. That, it's my <laughs> Leslie! He's phoning up the competition! Uh, but you were in bed, you just said. Yeah, exactly! Listening to the competition and laughing, because, well, it's Clive Bull, I like Clive Bull, I think he's brilliant, but, and then you, then you popped up! I couldn't believe it, Leslie. What the hell is going on? Explain Which yourself. Which day was that? You don't even know. How how often are you phoning this other radio station? I've been phoning for over a year now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Leslie. It was like a knife to my heart, a dagger wound to my but, soul. Yeah, I've been phoning up this radio station over a year now because I thought you, you, I thought you immigrate. You what? I thought you Ian the Great. That doesn't even, You thought Ian the Great? No, Immigrate. You thought Immigrate? Immigrate to Hang on a minute. Country, you're yeah. phoning up, and the thing is, you're phoning up complaining there are too many people with dark skin and foreign accents. Well, have you looked <laughs> in the mirror and listened to yourself recently? <laughs> no, you, you didn't. What colour is, is your skin? My my grand my great grandmother was blonde. <laughs> what? <laughs> where is your accent from? My accent? Oh, it's it's from everywhere. A little bit there, a little bit there. Why not? <laughs> You're phoning, but you were phoning up to complain about people that look and sound like you. No. Yes. No. 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 That wasn't what I've said. <laughs> my company um want to recruit two hundred. To about 200 people. Yes. But most of the people I've seen and I've worked with, yes. they, they, they're foreigners. So I'm saying, where are the English people yes. to apply for these jobs? Okay. That's what I'm let, well, let, I don't want to fall down the LBC um, spew hole. What have you called in for tonight, Leslie? Yeah, I'm calling for <laughs> the, granddad, the granddad children in Cali that, comes, that, that just come over. The what? Granddad. The, the, the children that look like granddad. <laughs> the children that look like granddad. Oh, God, yeah. really? <laughs> a lot of people sh- um, should remember the, 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 the camp been there for the past 10 years, yes? Yes. And when some of those children end up at the camp, yeah. there probably was only 10. So these guys are still children. Well, no. The thing is, right, I don't know how old these people are, but... um. If they've got family over it, I, I kind of, I kind of, you know, some of them are kids and sometimes kids look older than kids, you know, and just, you know, I, I don't know how old they are. I mean, in Luton, right, I've seen bearded kids coming out of school. Yeah, yeah, I have as well. I used to go to school with a bearded kid. But, <laughs> but saying that, I heard a statistic on Radio 4 earlier, and I think I've got this right, that over a certain period of time, nine, it, it basically was 900 kids were brought over as refugees or something and 600 of them turned out to be over 18 they got they got it i've got i'm I'm clutching at a figure i don't quite understand so i don't know but um they're also using the wrong people's pictures as well for some of them some of them are pictures that were taken in calais and weren't taken over here in england i kind of just think you know let's everyone was expecting it to be five and six year olds but let's exactly that's what i thought but come on i mean the front page of the sun tell us the tooth um it just 
I don't know. It feels very mean-spirited, didn't it? It's only 14... MPs called for dental tests of child migrants last night as fresh doubts grew over their ages. 14 more arrived in the UK yesterday, but the oldest had crow's feet and looked closer to 40. I don't know. It's 14. It's, it's not, you know... Give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. Poor sods have been living in a in a mud pit for the, for however long they've been living there. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt, Les. So yeah, they, I mean, some of these kids they age very quickly because of the environment they've been living in for the past ten years, isn't it? Hang on a second. So when you um, when you find up LBC, you're full of hate. No, 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 full of love. And when you, and when you, I was about to say, when you phone up talk radio, you're full of love. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I like that. I like the vibe, Les. Are you not scared of chives, are you? Chive, what's that? Chives. Yeah, talk to me. I'm talking to you. Chives. No, I'm not familiar with chives. You don't, you're not familiar with chives? Yeah. Do you know what chives are? No. Hang on a minute. Tris? Tris? Hello. Hello. Hello, Tris. Can you explain to Leslie what chives are? Can you do some chive talking? I'll try talking, yeah. Uh, tribes are herbs, Leslie. Oh, yeah, it goes in, it goes in hot pot and whatever pot. Yeah, if you like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on a second, let's see, hang on a minute, stay there. If I, um, I should be able to add, uh, oh no, hang on a minute. Kyle? Kyle? Evening. Can you can you um, explain to Leslie what chives are? Chives. You still uh... you still there, Leslie? Oh, no, we might have, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh. Hang on a minute. Conference. Les- Leslie, you there now? Uh huh. Yeah. C- 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 Kyle's going to try and explain chives to you. Uh, yeah, it's a new feature we're calling chive talking. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> I, I, I like chive talking. Chive yeah, talking. Yeah. I think I mean chive talking. Chive talking. No. Chive, chive talking. Chive talking. Ameri- American stuff. Yeah, chive... Jamaican, Jamaican doesn't do American stuff. No, she went of her own accord. I'm just chive Ooh. talking. So, Kyle, <laughs> do you want to chive talk? I'm, I'm chive talking. I'm chive talking. You you grow them, and then uh, you snip them, and then you can... Uh, and, they're, and they're beautiful, delicious. What would you put... Um, where would you put your chives, Kyle? Uh, I would put my chives... Uh, if I was making a uh, like a cheese and onion pie, I'd sprinkle a few chives in that, maybe. Yeah. Maybe on some crackers. It's, sour uh, cream. Chives with sour cream. Ooh. It's just every herb. Good. Leslie, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Sour cream, right? It's a great dip. It's beautiful in jacket potato. It's one. Get some Doritos. But how come it doesn't make you um, have an upset stomach? Because it's literally I... sour cream. <laughs> Do sour cream. It's so, it's herbal stuff. You've, have you never had sour cream? No, I oh, don't Leslie. Like stuff. Jeez, Leslie, what's going on? Tris, have you had sour cream? Of course I have, mate, yeah. How come it doesn't make, give you an upset stomach? Well, it's not sour cream, it's soured cream, isn't it? ED on the end. Mm, and... Okay. I think. But then, and it's just, a, it's just a bacteria, isn't it, they put in it to, to um, make it tangy. It's the good bacteria. I don't even That's have bitter lemon. You, what? I don't even have bit of lemon. Oh. Um, <laughs> what do you like, Leslie? I just like things that taste like food. 
You like anything that tastes... Tastes like food, Tastes yeah. like food, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, like, OK, I'm going to go through... Things that doesn't confuse my, my um, taste buds. You don't... No one wants your... T- just the one. So, let's go through some things that I think taste like food, and you'll let me know if they do. And I'm going to... Right, I'm going to do a little chart yeah, here. Tastes a like... Good, a good curry goat tastes like food. You what? A good curry goat tastes like food. OK, so t- tastes like food... Doesn't taste like food. I'm just drawing a little, like, food. I'm just drawing a little chart here. Right, so curried goat tastes like food. Yep. Um, I tell you what, this is, right, this is what we're going to do. Stay there. We're going to have a break. Then we'll come back. We're going to play um, Does It Taste Like Food or Doesn't It Taste Like Food? Poker with Leslie. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. A lot of people, um, Tris, a lot of people are saying it is sour cream, not soured cream. It's really kicked off on, on Twitter. Um, but but let's let's park that to one side. Right. So oh, we're going yeah, to play. Does it taste like food or doesn't it taste like food poker? Leslie is the judge, right? Well, now, the way this works, okay. it's me, Tris and Kyle, right? We take it in turns. We name something that we think tastes like a food, right? If Leslie says that doesn't taste like food you're out okay you got it tris you got it you got it kyle i've got it got it right i'm gonna go first um curried goat (laughs) leslie does that you got to say does that that, you got to say that tastes like food or that doesn't taste like food tastes like food tastes like food okay that's that's, was one to me Uh, tris you're next Right, Leslie. Uh, prawns. Tastes like food. Whoa! Whoa. Good. I'm worried. Though. I love the tension, Leslie. You're you, you're better than um, uh, Noel Edmonds on Deal or No Deal. Anyway, Kyle, your turn. Uh, lamb, rog, and Josh. Tastes like food. <laughs> I'm writing these down just in case we ever kidnap Leslie and um, we need to feed him. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. I'm going to go for something a little bit um, left of centre. Cheese and pickle sandwich. Tastes like food? Yes! Tris, it's over to you. And of course, every food we mention, it means the list gets shorter of what foods are available. Right, Leslie, don't let me down now. Strawberry jam. Tastes like food. Yeah, straight in there. Straight in there. Kyle, your turn. Uh, I would say fillet steak with a peppercorn sauce. Tastes like food. Say that again, Leslie. Tastes like food. Tastes like food. Okay, okay. Yep. Before we go on, listen. I mean, do you like a lot of foods? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> should, have asked, should have asked that before we started the game. What a weird show it's been tonight. Hope uh, Murdoch's not listening to this one. Right. <clears throat> uh, jacket potato with grated cheese. Tastes like food. Oi! I don't know why I'm writing these down. I actually am. Okay. Uh, Trish, your turn. Bacon and eggs. Tastes like food. I'm writing that down. Yeah, straight out, yeah. Kyle? Jacket potato with tuna and mayo. 
Doesn't taste like food. Can you just say that one more time, Leslie? Just so that... Doesn't taste like food. Kyle, we say good evening to you. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. He's out. He's gone. Wowzers. What was he thinking, Tris? Let's just take a breather for a second, because this is actually giving me a migraine. Um, What was he thinking, Tris? That was silly, wasn't he? He was just trying to show off. He was trying to show off. He showed off because he knows he's got all his friends listening and says, well, he sent a, an email out, I'm going to be on the... Hey, he's blown it. He's got. He's blown it. He's gone. He's, he's yeah, gone. He probably told all his mates this morning on yeah. the playground that he's oh, going to say that. Oh, I'm going to go on the radio. I'm going to say Jack and Potato and Tuna Man. And I'm going I'm to play um, d- Taste Like Food, Doesn't Taste Like Food, Poker with Leslie. I'm going to destroy him. And he's humiliated himself. Absolutely yeah, humiliated himself. I think you should ban him for the rest of the evening. Um, he's definitely banned until midnight. Yeah, I'll give you that. Right. Yeah. How are you feeling, Leslie? Feeling yeah, good. Okay. This is this is sitting, sitting here watching carry on. You see, watching what? Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Oh, I got you sitting there watching a carry on film. Yes. Or are you watching carry? No, carry on film. What carry on film are you watching? <laughs> I'm watching carry on screaming. Flying tonight! <laughs> um, That's the best one, isn't it? Why are you... She, who there, is were, it? there were 32 carry-ons from that they made. What? Sorry? 32 of them. Um, they, they made 32. Yeah. Why are you telling me that? I just wanted to let you know. Do you, do you, does that include carry-on Columbus? Um, that was one of the worst ones. Yeah, well, um... Who is it? Who's the um, hot lady in 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 Karen Scream? Is it Fenella Fielding? Yes. Wow, those are Fenella yeah. Fielding. Yeah, she's big. Sorry, she's big. Okay, okay. Do you like the Carry On films, Les? Yeah, I love them. All um, right. Yeah. Well, it, as a tribute to Carry On Screaming and the line frying tonight, fish and mm. chips. What? Fish and chips. Oh, you still with the food? Yeah, we're playing the game again, Leslie. We're still. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you, yeah, fish and chips is, is food, yes. It, it, it's, no, it's, I mean, no, it's food. Does it yeah. taste like food? Yeah, it tastes like food, Beautiful. yeah. It's, it's the favourite. Uh, it's the favourite! Oh, yes! Trace, I got the favourite. That means I've earned a oh, joker. That means I've earned a free pass. I'm allowed to get one wrong and I stay in the game. Well, By the way, if, if anyone's listening, we, we might as well. If anyone's listening and they want to come and sit in, now that Kyle has gone, there is a spare seat at the table, guys. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tris, over to you. Mars bar tastes like food. We. All right then. Um. All right. All right. Spaghetti bolognese tastes like food. Oh. No, I've cooked. Yeah, sometimes. You you cook that sometimes, do you, Les? No, no, my wife. I can't cook the stuff. Okay, your wife does it. Okay, that was that was a tense one there, Tris. I thought I'd blown it there. I thought I'd blown it. No, sausage and mash tastes like food. Love that stuff. Yeah, loves it. Of course you do. You love it. You love it. You love it, Les. I can't think of many more foods. If I'm honest. (laughs) Oh, um. Um, oh, shepherd's pie. Do you like a bit of shepherd's pie? Lovely. Tastes like food. Yes! <laughs> I'll wait for 4 if you want to um, 
say a food to an old black man, then this is... This is <laughs> that's pretty much what the game is, isn't it? I, I think I've got the, the game right there, haven't I? Right, go on, go on then. You're such a good I'm sport, Leslie. Old, I'm 77. And are, a... are you 77? And a half, yeah. And a half, OK. Well, you're a very good sport. You're a very good sport. Yeah, yes, Trace. Right, um... <laughs> Apples. Dislike food. food. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Oh, I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it did make me laugh a lot. Oh, the phones and the phones have lit up. Everybody <laughs> wants to play it. <laughs> Strength. Okay. Um... The phone's have lit up. We've never had so many phone calls. Oh, hang on a second. Somebody sat down at the table. It's, um... Oh, hang on a minute. I've muffed this up. Hang on a minute. Conference. Yeah. It's only Hannah. Hannah, you're, you're sat down at the table. You get to have a go. Um, tastes like food. Doesn't taste like food. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. There's no time for introductions. Hello, get Hannah. straight on it. Uh, toad in the owl. What was that? Toad in the owl. Toast in the owl. Never heard of it. Toad in the <laughs> owl. Toad. Oh, yeah, it tastes like food. Oh, hang on a second. Um, who's this handsome uh, stranger that's just wandered in? Hey, me? if I'm not mistaken, it's Keith. Evening, Hi. Keith. How you doing, man? Long time no see. Long time no see, man. Hey, we're just playing Taste Like Food, Doesn't Taste Like Food with Leslie. And well, it, it you just... know what? I'm your man. I've, I've, uh, did, I had to be in on the game. It happens to be your turn, Keith. Away you go. I'm going to play Ribs. Ribs. <laughs> Leslie, Ribs. It's killing me, man. Are you rubbing your ribs? Ribs, ribs what ribs? <laughs> Rubbing my ribs. <laughs> imagine some. Imagine someone's just turned on, right? And it's just people saying food and then long silence. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. This is utter rubbish. Right, Leslie. Ribs. Do ribs taste like food or they don't taste like food? Did he say ribs? Ribs. Ribs. Oh, ribs. Ribs. <laughs> yeah, tastes like food. Oh, yes. <laughs> right, okay. My turn. Right, my turn. Um, Hawaiian pizza. I don't eat pizza. Oh. Now, so, uh, is, uh, uh, are you saying it doesn't taste like food, then? Yes. Oh, no! I'm out! I'm out. Pizza knocked me out. OK, well, it's, uh, uh, Tris, it's your turn, guys. Uh, tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like food. boy. <laughs> 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 oh man! Okay, Hannah.
Hannah, Hannah, yeah. Hannah, this is your... <laughs> Hannah, it's your turn now. It's your turn. Corned beef hash? Corned beef hash. Just like food, love the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've got to say it, Leslie. Does it, you've got to say it tastes like food? Tastes like food. Beautiful. Keith, your turn. Easy one. Rice and peas. <laughs> tastes like food. <laughs> Are you black? (laughs) 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 Oh, I can't breathe. I can't take it. Tris, I'm out, so Tris, it's your turn. Cauliflower cheese. A slab of cheese. Sorry, hang on, whoa! Leslie, sorry. Huh? Say it again, Leslie. Don't taste like food. Goodbye, Tris. It's a cruel game. We're down to the last two players. The club is closed. No one else can enter. It's sudden death as we play Taste Like Food, Doesn't Taste Like Food with our final two players, Hannah and Keith. Leslie is um, salivating. Hannah, it's your turn. Pie? She's saying pies with a question mark, Leslie. Oh, pies. 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 What sort of pies? Tastes pie? like food. Tastes like food. Pies. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Okay, Keith. Your turn. Okay. I'm going all in. All, I'm all in. Yeah. Jerk chicken. Jerk chicken. Tastes like food. Of course it does. Yes. I see what you're doing there, Keith. Well Too done. Easy. Well done. Okay. Hannah, your turn. Lemon drizzle? Lemon drizzle. Lemon drizzle cake, that is, Leslie. It's like food. Wowzers! Okay. Okay, uh, Keith, your turn. Roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. It's like food. Of course it does. Yeah. Of course it does. Um, your turn, Hannah. Lasagna. Ooh. Don't taste like food. Oh! oh goodbye, no. Hannah! Oh, yes. Keith, <laughs> you, sir... Are the world champion 2016 at Taste Like Food Doesn't Taste Like Food. How does that feel, Keith? Show me the money, man. There's literally no money, but you, you get to... Um, Leslie, you get to congratulate Keith for being the winner. I congratulate you, Keith. Thank you, Leslie. You're a lovely man. Okay, no problem, man. Leslie, you're, you're such a good sport, and boy, oh boy, won't Kelly Betts be excited when I tell her about what we've just done for the last 20 minutes of radio. <laughs> Let's um, <clears throat> let's go through that list again. Things that taste like food, um, in no particular order, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding, lemon drizzle cake, jerk chicken, pies, rice and pea and ting, corned beef hash, tomato soup, toad in the hole, shepherd's pie, ribs, apples, spaghetti bolognese, curried goat, prawns, lamb rogan josh, cheese and pickle sandwich, strawberry jam, fillet steak, Jacket potato, bacon and eggs, fish and chips, Mars bars and sausage and mash and the things that don't taste like food are pizza and lasagna. Wow, that was a tense game. Has anybody got a clue what we just did for the last 30 minutes of radio? I've honestly, I've got no idea. Oh, I want to cry really want to cry this has been i have done dear listener um phone in radio for about 
13 years. Uh, well, no, a bit longer, actually, because I did it at XFM. 15, 16 years. Um, that last 25 minutes was the weirdest thing I've ever been involved in. Another hour to go. Um, we'll go through the papers. We'll invite Catherine into the studio as well. And uh, you can call up, dear listener, please. We've got another hour of this nonsense. 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to see what's happening behind the scenes, you can go to Periscope. <clears throat> Well, the Periscope uh, camera is, uh, is is where Catherine and Ed are working, as opposed to being in my studio. And some of you radio geeks may enjoy it. If you go to periscope.tv slash IAIN for November, L-double-E, uh, you can see what it looks like behind the scenes. It's dead glamorous. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Oh, man alive. Well, that's the podcast sorted. Another hour of this to go. Let's try not to talk about food if we can avoid it. 0844. Honestly, I've got no idea what just happened. Now's a really good time to call. Eben's going to be up after the news. You could be after him as well. 0844 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, man, look at those cavemen go. 
As clever as she is. I was doing hang on, let's do it. That's me. I'm as clever as her. Petra Hayden. <clears throat> who I've um, I'm been on the fringes of being a fan of her for years. I think someone will know better than me. Eben and Jay, stay there, I'll come to you in a second, I promise. 0844 499 I'm sure I played her Acapulco version of God Only Knows on, um, when I was at LBC, and that was nine years ago, ten years ago, so I've been aware of her for quite a long time. And um, it never occurred to me to ask her on the show. And then someone, thank you, whoever it was, I can't remember who it was, Someone included her into a tweet saying, oh, thanks for playing that Petra Hayden song the other day. I've, I've been, become obsessed with her. And she retweeted it. I thought, oh, she's a human being. And this tweeter also said, and she's playing in London in November. Oh. So I sent her a message asking if she'd like to come on the show. And, oh, hopefully November the 7th. She's coming on the show live. Now, is she in, she's in Los Angeles, she's isn't America. she? She's in America. And her friend is in New York. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And um, she's playing on Saturday, November the 19th, I think it is. Um, And she's going to come on the show and talk to us. And I couldn't be more thrilled. Her sister is married to Jack Black. Oh. For a long time I thought it was her, but I got that wrong. Um, But, uh, yes, so she's coming on, which is wonderful. I'm really excited about that. Really excited. And also, it gives me a great excuse, because I can just go and download loads of her albums now and and legitimately write it off as a tax expense. Research. Yeah, it's research. It's research, isn't it? What what you bought all these Petra Hayden CDs for? Research. Actually, legitimately is. I'm really excited as well, because on October the 30th, we are hosting the first ever Ian and Kath's performance ring. Um, now, th- there's been some confusion, right? Because I had some people emailing me saying, Ian, I thought you were going to email out this week about um, performing. Am I still performing? And I've had about three emails from people, um, from people that aren't performing. Oh. Um, so I don't know how that confusion has got out. So I'm really, really sorry. But I, I sent out, and I thought I made it clear. Obviously, I didn't. I sent out about, I don't know, a month, six weeks ago, I sent out emails to the, the 12 acts that I wanted to appear and I thought I'd made it clear that, that if you hadn't received an email then you weren't performing apologies if I didn't I've sent out emails today to, we've got 12 acts shall, I, shall we go through some of the um... yeah tell me because I know a few <clears throat> and I don't want to give away too much no because right? we need some surprises so most people, uh, how, many, how many people have replied 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Six. So seven have replied. One of them is Jim the Dancer. I haven't got his email. So that's eight. So they're, we're waiting on four people to reply. So um, 
Dana? Yes. It's going to be performing stand-up for the first time. Oh, um, uh, Tris was on. Um, Tris, I don't know if you got my email. Let us know if you did. Um, the Magic Man. Dread, uh, the, yes, the, 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 now, who is the, the ma- magician? The guy who wants to have a go at magic. Um, where is, oh, where is that act? Um... Oh God! Maybe I've. Oh God! This is my worry that I'm going to have mixed it all up and of. Um, oh God! Well, we've got Dredgeland. They're going to be pushing a wheelbarrow across the stage. Hassan is going to be doing musical stand-up. Um, Michael Marshall. That's the Magic Man, isn't it? N- no. Oh. Is it? No, Michael Marshall is doing something where he has to try and find somebody during the show. Oh, right. Ah, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm all confused now. i tell you what, let's talk to Eben, because Eben, Eben is one of the people who will be performing. Um, remotely. You're, you're, you're performing remotely, Eben, is that correct? Yes, it is. You're going to be performing via Skype from the safe confines of, I'm guessing, Welsh Wales. Is that right? Yeah, in Wales it is. Lovely. And you're making a short a short little film for us, which um, uh, yeah. you're going to introduce, um, and then uh, we'll watch it, and then if, if, if it's all right with you, it'd be nice to have a little chat afterwards so we can talk about what we've seen. Yeah, that would be fine. And if you want, I've got a little trailer up on YouTube of it. Oh, Eben! Eben, tell me, how, tell me how I find it, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll find it and we'll tweet it. It's on my YouTube Red Bull Cliff Diving Trailer 2016. It's called Red Red Bull, YouTube Red Bull what Cliff Diving Red Bull trailer. Cliff Diving Trailer 2016. Okay, let me have a little look. Let's see. Oh, my channel's called Eben Owen. Here we go. Twenty-five second trail. Let's have a little listen. There we go. This is this is what we're gonna. Yeah. Oh, people in boats. Hey, this looks good. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> oh, look at, oh, look at that. Locus. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, it's a bloke in, in very tight speedos. Excellent. <laughs> standing very high up. Oh, Eben, that looks brilliant, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that looks brilliant. I'm going to tweet that so that people know... Um, Hang on, I'm sort of get paused. This Fans of the game Lemmings will enjoy this one. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go. I'm going to there we go. Tweet that so people can have a little look at that. That looks brilliant, mate. Well done. Thank you. It may not be that good because I'm took like getting into video making now. Well, perfect. And I'm more into photography. Yeah. Oh well, this is well. Then this is the, well. Listen, that trailer looks brilliant, right? And it's only twenty-five seconds long, but it looks brilliant. It, everything's in focus, which is you know. I made a short film um, uh, recently, and loads of it is out of focus. So you've got one up on me, um, and you know, like we said, this is a brilliant environment for you to come and do this and show this, and um, you know. And if they do chuck bottles, Eben, you're going to be two hundred and fifty miles away. So. You know, you'll, it'll be me and Kath that have to fight them off. I, you, listen, it, it, it's going to be great. Going by that 25 seconds, I think we're in for a treat. It looks superb already, mate. Thank you. Well, thank Thanks you. F- thank you for being part of it. I'm worried now that I've got the the um, the the magician all confused. Who was the magician going to be? Oh, it's um, Chris. It's Chris. All right, hang on, hang on a minute. Stay there. I've got it. Okay. It's hang on a minute. So it's it's Chris. 
Brew Bunny. Oh, is he doing it at Christmas? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. Oh, hang on a minute. Um. Um. Quick question at the side of the gun. How many people? Blah, blah. Oh God, I, I, I'll do this. I, I might. Okay, I might. Have, I might have got a couple of things wrong. That's fine. I can sort that out. I can sort that out. Anyway, anything else, Evan? Just phoning up because I am really been listening to the show that much because I've been very, very tired. Oh, I see. Is everything all right? Yeah, just very busy with A level coursework. Oh man, well, in that case, we'll 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 let you off as long as you can get us a note from your doctor and your your uh, a parent or guardian. Then then we can let we can let you off. And I have tried to listen to him, but I like fell asleep halfway through. Unbelievable! And he's phoning up. He's phoning up to slap me in the face, Catherine. He <laughs> wants me to slap him in the face. Hey, listen. Well, we're, we're, we're very. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, Evan. It's interesting you make, you mention this because most radio people dip in and out, and uh, lots of people listen to this and dip in and dip out. Um, but there's been a little bit of a furore recently because we've we've asked Matthew, who's been posting the full show podcasts, not to post the full show podcast for a while to see if it helps out our podcast figures, see if it has any impact. And um, people have got really upset, Eben, and it, it dawned mm. on me that a lot of people like to listen to the whole show. They like the, the the narrative of the three hours, which is really unusual in radio. And I'm, you know, I'm really pleased that people like to do that. But um, you know, if people dip in and out, if people don't listen for a few weeks, it's all groovy, man. We we love you all. We love you all. I've been sharing your radio show on my like Facebook page. Nice one, man. Thank you. We, we, with, we... with a link, talk radio, so... Brilliant. We can do with as much support from people like you as possible. So that's, um, that's very helpful, mate. Thank you very much. Eben, go that's to bed. Fine. Go to bed. Okay. Go to sleep. Relax that pretty little head of yours. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the rest of the film, mate. Thank you. That's all right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh. Cheers, Evan. Thank you, mate. Um, that looked good, didn't it? Yeah. That looked really good. good. People people in tiny pants diving from very high up. Well, what could you want? Yeah, brilliant. And it, 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 it's, the, he's, you know, um, it's the perfect environment to try that. And, you know, this is in photography, and he's, this is the first film he's made. I think he said it was the first one. It's not his, his usual medium. Brilliant. You know, well, well great. You've got an audience of about 100 people that are going to enjoy it. And it looks, and it genuinely looks good. It doesn't look like a bit ropey, but we'll all sit through it and go. Oh, yeah. It genuinely looked really good. Um, Jay, then Ray. Um, if your name rhymes with that, you're more than welcome to call in. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I um got a friend, uh, Mel, who listens. Even Mel. I used to work with Mel on um, Rise. <clears throat> you met her. She was... <clears throat> Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. She was at the Beatles film, yeah, I think, she that was, we saw. Yeah. Sat, sat behind us. And, um, and we saw her in the street once. Did we see her in the street yeah, once? Yeah, outside Richard Herring. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she. I think she'd been to see Richard Herring. Oh. Um, anyway, she listens to the show. And... Um, she sent me an email. I sent sort of emails during the show, and I can't, I, I can't always reply to emails during the show. But she sent me an email saying, um, "I need Nigel to be explained to me," <laughs> right. and I didn't reply to the Good email. Good luck with that. Was, uh... So an hour later, she sends another email. It's oh, hang on, hang on a minute. How much of this can I? It's your friend Alex Lowe, isn't it? My friend Alex Lowe is an actor who does funny voices. 
so good. And I've replied, no, he's actually, actually real, I swear. And she's replied, I believe you, I think. I am the most gullible person alive, creepy and funny Nigel. Oh. He's, but uh, this is the thing, right? Will she believe me? <laughs> Mel, he, he's real. <laughs> he's a real person. I'm tempted to find a YouTube, one of his YouTube videos and send it, but I, don't, I couldn't be that cruel. Do you need cruel. to open that Pandora's box? I couldn't be that cruel. No, he's Nigel is I, 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 on my mother's life is one hundred percent genuine, and he's kind of um, I can say this because he won't be listening. He doesn't listen to the radio, doesn't but he's, when been, he's on. No, he's been um, phoning speech-based radio for years. I mean, he used to phone Whale back in the nineties, you know, and Mike Mendoza off, and, and all of these people, um, with 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 the same act, you know, singing the same songs. So no, he's he's. Um, we're all God's children, and um, he's one of them. That reminds me. What, it's whale tomorrow at 10. In the morning? Uh-huh. Oh, beautiful. In that case, yeah, the talk radio is on tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. It's James Whale. Um, Jay, good evening, Jay. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Can you, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay, yes. Good, you're good. Um, I'm glad you played uh, Petra Hayden, actually, because I was phoning in uh, um, with what I thought was a very uh, out-of-date topic of the a cappella singing. Yes. Um, Have you heard of a guy called um, Smooth McGroove on YouTube? Smooth McGroove? No, I don't know Smooth McGroove. Who is this? I think you dig him. He does um, video game themes or a cappella, like like nine-track voices. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant, but I don't know how to play it for you, but I think you should look it up. And, uh, and it does, it does one for the Super Mario World, Overworld theme. Hang on a minute. All acapella, absolutely brilliant. Let's have a little look. My, my, the internet goes very slowly here. For, uh... mm. There you go. <laughs> Good, isn't he? All right, let's pick another one. Yeah. He's got that because did you download the app I told you to download, Catherine? No, but I will. The one where you because there's an app you can get that um, th- there's an app that can um, uh, you, it splits the screen into like four or five and you film yourself doing backing doing like harmonies and stuff and I th- it looks like he's using the same app. Uh, let me um, um, uh, let's try this one. Let's try. Oh no, hang on. Oh, hang on a second. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. I want Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's try. Oh, no. Shut up. Let's, go. Let's, do, let's do Pokemon Go. Here we go. Here we go. Brilliant, isn't it? He's got too. He's got too much time on his hands, Jay. But the, but then who hasn't these days? Um, oh, that's brilliant! I, I was I'd never heard of that guy before. I, well, I'm, I'm, I'll have some. I shall play that to my boys tomorrow. They shall find that very entertaining. In, in other acapella news, <laughs> yes. Um, have, do you remember? I can see Jay is um, Jay is vying for our acapella correspondent position, <laughs> which has <laughs> recently become uh, free. Yes, Jay. Do you remember a band called the Future Heads? No. You don't remember the future? They were kind of a 
punky, poppy band um, on 10 years ago, but about five years ago, they yes. did a purely a cappella album oh. of modern covers, but also old folk songs. Yeah. And on that, there was a cover of Number One Song in Heaven by your favourite band, or one of your favourite bands, Sparks. Yeah. This is the number one song in ever. I thought you might dig that. I said you, I said you four kind of four, kind of four vocal harmonies. You might do that in your new a cappella band. This is the up. number one song in ever. <laughs> I do want to start an Acapulco band, but yeah. but but when we do it, we take it seriously, but we're yeah. just a little bit flat. And it's just. Well, a... I, I don't think you'll have to try it. Though. Oh, why did you have to do that? Why is everybody sniping? <laughs> All right, hang on a second. Here we go. Let's. Uh, the advert's finished. Here we go. Early. Here we go. This is the number one song. Written, of course, by the mightiest hand. They always follow the master at his plan.
Bloody hell. That was quite good, wasn't it? I teared up a bit during that. Jay's gone. I, uh, well, I wasn't expecting that. That um, Powerful. I teared up a bit. Back of my neck is sweaty but freezing cold. That's amazing. Thank you, Jay. That's amazing. It's truth. It's a great song anyway. Um, I'm going to make you a Sparks mixtape. I'd never heard that song before. Um, it's when they're sort of, they do it as like an, uh, they do it in the style of a Pet Shop Boys song, but they did, were doing that stuff before the Pet Shop mm-hmm. Boys were doing it. You know, there's kind of like an electro pop duo. It's very sort of camp disco. But, um, uh, whoa, if I was in my car now, listening to that on the CD, that would be replay, repeat, repeat, repeat all the way home. That was incredible. Thanks, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Wow. 0844-499-1000. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Wowzers. 0844-499-1000. By the way, someone just sent me a snarky email. They sent it in twice. And it also didn't make sense. I've blocked you. (laughs) I can block you. It turns out I don't have to read you. I can just block you. But thank you anyway. I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. Ray's on the line. Hip, 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 Ray. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Beefcake. My favourite kind. Beefcake. Mm. Oh, hunky. I see what you mean, like hunky. Yeah. Hunky. I see, I see what you mean. That's why I did the voice. I see what you mean. You mean uh, you mean hunky. All right. All right. I see. I can yeah. I can yeah. dig that. I can dig that. Yeah. What you got for us, beefcakes? Um, that tastes like food. Was um, yeah, it has to go down as one of the classic moments in, in your show. If that doesn't win a Matsuri Awards, then I don't know what will. That, but, uh, you know, we just never know. But that certainly that has been um, put onto a, a C90 cassette. The little tabs at the top have been both been popped out. Even though it was only recorded on one side, it's been sent off to the uh, makers of awards. And let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, one of one of the most uh, uh, well. Obs- one uh, topic you did back on LBC. I wonder if you remember this. It was say a film. I don't remember it, but it's a good one. Yeah, it was like phone up, say a film. Someone tweeted an old thing I did the other day, and I don't remember doing it. But it, it, it but the, just the title really made me laugh because it was it was so stupid. Um, uh, and I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But anyway, on, on the subject of a cappella music, yes, another sir. great band. Sorry. Yes, sir. Uh, another acapella, great acapella band is um, Van Canto. They do um, heavy metal, but acapella. Oh, blimey. Well, it, it seems to be de rigueur. I'm reading a headline. Sorry, I was distracted there, because I'm reading a headline. I thought, oh, that sounds like a funny story, but then the story's horrific. Mm. Butt plug doc jailed. Now... They shouldn't do comedy yet. They shouldn't for that. They shouldn't for that, because it's about very serious sexual assault, but, um, but still, still... They no. saw the opportunity, they went for it. They went for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen any of these killer clowns yet, Ray? Nope, seen absolutely none. No. I Not in my s- neck of the woods, I anyway. they started it in Northamptonshire. Uh, yeah, apparently. Mm. Uh, but no, I've seen none, sadly. It's as if it's not really happening. Not in Peterborough, not in Corby, nothing. No, almost as if, almost as if it's not happening. Has anybody, has anybody seen any mobile phone footage of killer clowns? No, 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 because it's made up. 
It's bloody made up. I wanted. To, I was on Sky at the weekend, and I chose the Killer Clown story to do, and I wanted to do the big expose on screen. And I don't think they, they did that story in the end. They might have done. I don't really remember what I did on Sky, but I don't think they did. And I think it was the conspiracy that they wanted to keep the story alive because they're perpetuating the story. And they, they knew I was going to, I was going to blow, I was going to blow open. the lid wide open like the VIP pedophile ring. They knew I was going to blow the killer clown lid out of the stratosphere. It was going to make Watergate look like nothing. Well, it's Clowngate. Uh. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, as I was saying, check out Van Canto. Their version of Fear of the Dark by Iron Maiden is terrific. Right, thank you very much indeed. Um, school bans clown mask girl, age 10. No, they oh. don't. Yeah. No, they don't. They ban the, the mask, not the girl. Well, let's read on. I think they have uh, excluded her. Well. Let's see. Let's 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 read the story, guys, before we jump to conclusions. 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. A girl has been suspended from school for wearing a clown mask. Teachers accused Tonisha Lowe of intimidating and threatening pupils after she wore it in the playground. But the 10-year-old's mother branded the decision to exclude her for a week. Pathetic! You're pathetic, you bloody teachers. <sighs> That's the spirit. Mandy Lowe, 47, said the school told me to come and collect her because she'd gone to school in a clown mask and put it on the playground and the pupils felt intimidated and threatened. I just laughed. To be fair, they know she is the class clown. Everyone knows her as the fun girl. Mm. Struth. Tanisha has been left baffled by her ban from Churnit View Middle School in Leek. Of course she's baffled, because her mum is saying it's fine. She said, I'm just a bit of a joker. I was shocked. I can't understand why they excluded me. The suspension came after reports of people spreading terror across Britain by wearing killer clown masks and arming themselves with knives and bats. It's not happened! But Tanisha's mum said her daughter did not know about the craze. As school spokesman said, Churnit View Middle School will always take action when a pupil acts in a threatening manner and seeks to scare and frighten other children. Pupils have been genuinely concerned about this type of event. Given the heightened media coverage and police message about individuals intimidating members of the media, I suspect there's a little bit more to it than she was wearing a mask. Mm. Oi, Tanisha, take that bloody mask off now! Hand it over. Hand it over. You get it back at the end of the day. Now go on, off. There you go, it's that sort of Then it's. Hello, Tanisha's mum. Yeah, we've got a clown mask. Can you make sure she doesn't wear it again? I know you think it's funny. The yeah. other kids don't. Thanks, bye. If we ran a school. I'm, I'm going to take a punt now. There's a story called a starburst. It's like a little story. It's in the star. It's in like a little sort of sun. They're always burst. fun. It, it looks fun. It's short. It's going to take 20 seconds to read. Shall we go for Let's it? Let's hear it. Okay. Start. I can't see it in this light. Oh, bloody, I can't see it. Because it's written on orange paper and I've got the red lights up, you see. Mm. Startled passengers. This is going to be fun. Do you think? Startled passengers. Oh, it's yeah. going to be fun, this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Startled passengers looked on as a crab scuttled down the aisle of a train from Manchester until it was ushered off at Cheltenham. That's today's starburst. He was ushered off. This way, please, Mr. Crab. I'd have trodden on its head and crushed it. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, you don't like crabs. I'm not. I don't. I don't like crabs. How much of them is real? 
That's a genuine question. How what, much of them what is... What do you mean? How much of the crab is real? You mean sensitive? <laughs> I don't think they're sensitive. What, you, you your mum don't, don't love you. Like your mum don't love you. You're adopted. Yeah. Now, it's all real. You, no, it's, is it all real? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's okay. not like a robot. No, no, no. But some of it is shell. Yeah, there's quite a lot of shell. But the shell That's isn't fun. real. Well, for some crabs, the shell is re- The shell is part of them. And for some of them, the shell is... Uh, they find it. Oh, yeah, like, like your, your hermit crab. So who... And they have, like, suckers, don't they, that suck the shell on, right? Right. But so... I don't think it was one of them. That that needs water, doesn't it? But so the shell... So, so for some of them, it's external bone. Yes. An exoskeleton, yeah. if you will. And for some of them... Oh, someone... This is a nice um, text. Mm. 87222. Start your word... The text of the word talk, 25 pence plus your normal sending. Someone spent 25 pence plus normal sending charge to send us this. And they've, what they've done is they've put a word in. It's quite rude what I'm going to read, okay? Oh. But they've tried to... They, they've put a word in, like a posh rude word in, so it's not rude, but they've put it in at the end after a load of filth. It's like the last two words. It's like they're trying to apologise for the sentence before. Never mind clown masks. Have you seen the dickhead Halloween mask? It's a latex hood in the shape of the bell end of a gentleman's phallus. <laughs> no, Michael, who's sent that in. I've, I've not seen the dickhead Halloween mask. No. But I'm glad you explained it. Thank you. So fully. A gentleman's phallus. Oh, they're really making me laugh tonight. Thank you. Uh, last 20 minutes of the show, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000. Um, now, it's either him or it's one of his family funning up to say he didn't make it through the night. Is that you, Dennis? It is me, yes. yes. He's, he, lives to, he lives to see another day. Pleased to hear that you're now much cheerful. Thank you, Dennis. The best costume for Halloween I've seen for the child yes. was somebody lying in the road with the tyre marks right across, diagonally across the body. Yeah, I've seen those. They're good, then. Someone, they were trying to make a fuss about those in the paper, saying they were inappropriate. I think they're brilliant. Especially if you put it just behind your father's car. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful. That's what Halloween's all about. It's about scaring people, but it's not really scaring. It's a bit silly well, and kids dressing up. It's all, it's all part of it. Do you dress your kids up? Yeah. They love it. The boys absolutely love it. I don't know what costumes they've got this year. Um, their, their mum would have sorted them out. But yeah, they love it. Well, we have a happy couple of two, two doors away with two children, a little boy and a little girl. Yeah. And they ring me up to tell me they're coming because oh. I don't want to open the door for yeah. senior-olds. Yeah. They come and they find the life out. <laughs> they, do it, they make a good job. The mother dresses up as a witch. and They make a real good job of it. it it's fun. Your girls like dressing up as yeah, well, Yeah, and I'm they? glad that mum joins in because I'm the only one on our street that, that dresses up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always dress up when I go out with the boys. Got so, to. Yeah, yeah, of course. To them, it's weird if you don't. And none of the other dads do, and I don't... No, and they always look at me like, oh, you're enjoying yourself a bit too much. It's like, well, are we doing this or are we not doing it? I don't I don't get it, yeah. I, I, like, to, I like to dress up. And also, you get these people that whinge about, oh, I don't like kids knocking on my door. It's really easy to opt out 
of um, of Halloween. You just don't have the porch light on and you don't have a pumpkin out the front. That's it. We go around our streets. There's a few little streets, a few little cul-de-sacs. If they've got the porch light on and there's a pumpkin out the front, we knock on the door. And that's it. Yeah. Our neighbourhood, people get really into it and it's obvious the ones that are up for it. And there are some people that are half up for it. And what they do is they leave a big um, like bucket full of sweets out on the, the front. Doorstep. And they leave a, a note saying, please don't knock, just grab a handful. Beautiful. We've got a big bin of, full of sweets. I love it when the doors... I don't like it when it's 15-year-olds in football kits. That's a little bit. But when it's like their kids like six, seven, eight, nine, and they, there's, you open the door and there's like a load of zombies and vampires. Beautiful kids come and take... Oh, you scared me. The bits my girls like, getting dressed up, yep. being terrified by me getting dressed up, <laughs> walking around in the dark. Yeah, we're torches. It's not even about the sweets, really. It's about walking around in the dark, and they love it. <laughs> it's a bit of fun, isn't it, Dennis? It is. That's what life's all about, for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dennis... Every day, every day should be a pleasure. Nice one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dennis. Um, it, it, it is. It's, it, uh, it, the kids feel a little bit grown up, and they give them torches, or they've got the torch on the phone, and they're kind of running around, and the thrill of knocking on a stranger's door, you know, knowing that it's, it's a bit scary because it's a bit dangerous, but actually it's safe because there's half a dozen adults stood back there, yeah. and we always make them say thank you. Go back and say thank you, please, you know, and do all that. And it's, um, and they love it, and they feel a bit naughty. My mum's got a bowl because she went to America. My sister's living in America, and one year she went to America just before Halloween, and they go to town there, obviously. Yeah, of course. She's got this bowl, and it's got like a little um, mechanism on it so that you put your hand in, and this skeleton hand goes, Get your hands yeah, out of there! Beautiful. The kids know it's coming now, and, and actually, they come from about three streets away just to have a go on, on my mum's bowl. <laughs> And it's just a bit of fun, you know. We're not going to be around, are we, for Monday? So I think I might arrange with a few friends that we will um, go to each other's houses, like, on the weekend. Uh, I guess we... Well, we won't be around on the Sunday, because we're doing... Either, exactly. So Saturday night... We may not be around on the Saturday. I... Yeah. We'll make sure we're out by, by... We'll make sure... Well, I'll make it work. We'll make it work. I'll, I'll take me around my mum's on a Friday. She don't care. Yeah, exactly. She'll get all the stuff out. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to... Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. So we're going to go to cosplay on, on, on Saturday, and then we've got performance ring on the Sunday, and then we're going to go to the Haunted Pub on Monday. You're going to be sick of me by Tuesday. I'm sick of you now. Oh. I wanted... And we, we, we perhaps haven't really got time to delve into this. Um, furries. Right. This is the mascots, is it? Well, no, mascot mascotting is different. I only know this because I've watched the awful Christopher Guest film Mascots on Netflix. Oh, it's awful. I mean, Christopher Guest, of course, star of Spinal Tap and um, made the wonderful Waiting for Guffman, the excellent uh, Mighty Wind, the fairly funny in places, best in show, um, and then the terrible for your consideration and the even worse mascots. Oh, it was so disappointing to see such talent wasted. Isn't Chris O'Dowd in that? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He plays um, um, basically a rapist. What? A comedy rapist. Oh God. Yeah. Um, um, and there's an English family in it. Christopher Guest is an American. He's a, he's a lord. He's married to Jamie Lee Curtis, and but the English family doesn't work because it, the the, whole, the joke of the English family is based on an Americanism. So this guy, I can't remember his name is. I think his name's Owen, but he's Owen Junior. I'm thinking, we, don't, we don't do that over here. Not really. We don't do that. It's, and he's, anyway, it's a terrible film. But um, 
but the furries do pop up in it. So furries are people that like to dress up as furry animals, right? And that's fine and that's fun. But then, and I'm going to say a word, don't Google it. Yif. If they're into yif, now I don't know what yif stands for, but if you type in hashtag yif on Twitter, you will see, Don't what I'm saying is don't type in hashtag yif on Twitter. It's not safe for work, but you can do it, Kath. Right. Hashtag Y-I-F-F. You, it, it, it's the sexual side. You're oh, going to see some, some, some pornographic cartoons. It's the sexual side of being a furry. It is... Um, so people enjoy... Have you got it? Got hashtag if? Yes, 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 I have. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a very strong gay theme in a lot of the images. Well, mm, and dogs. Well, this mouse is being... Okay. Milked. Okay, okay. Female mouse. Um, and um, flipping it. <laughs> well, yeah. This person needs a letter writing home. Yes. Um, and me and Kath are doing this documentary series um, about. Don't even describe it. About fandom and fans and different kind of fans. We've got a couple. We're doing the cosplay. And we've got a couple of other things under our belt. But I really want to do one about furries. And particularly furries that are interested in yif, the sexual side of it. Um, and I don't really know. I tweeted it saying we want to talk to these people. And normally when you tweet, I want to talk to these people, some people will get in touch, you know. And no one's got back in touch. This is a real niche kind of thing. So I see. You're looking at a niche there. I've ta- I've, um, I've got the idea. Okay. Um. Now, by coincidence, one of the people who works on in talk sport is a pervert, um, and is in. This is true, Ed. And he ca- and came up to me because I, I had a costume here, which was the shaggy costume for the cosplay. And he said, "Oh, what's that for?" I said, "Oh, cos." He says, "Oh, okay." And he showed me a picture of him dressed up as as Captain America, but in latex. Right, and I thought oh, that's is that kinky? No, it's not kinky. No, no, it's not kinky. And then he said, oh, "I'm I'm really into you know like um, like dressing up in rubber and leather and all that kinky shiz." It's like okay, no, that is kinky. And I said, "Oh, well then maybe you're the person to talk to. I want to find some furries that are into yif." And he said, and he then gave me some websites to go. I have the bit of paper still in my pocket. I've I've not taken it out to look at it. This was two days ago. Um, some websites where you can go. In fact, one of the websites is um, FetLife, where we tried to contact Kung Fu oh, Elliot. Oh, flipping it, right, OK. Yeah. Um, so I, some, I think I've got an account there because of that time we tried to to, to, to get Kung Fu Elliot. Um, anyway, he's given me a couple of leads of places I can go to and, 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 and stuff. There'll be, there'll be some Facebook pages, so maybe that's what I'll do this weekend is I'll... Uh, 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 go. The thing is, because we were look, looking at possibly doing the sexual side of cosplay, and that's probably not going to happen. That would probably just be kind of straight cosplay. But that's good because I was thinking about this. We don't want this docu- no, documentary series just to no. all be no kinks. No, but I did join on Facebook um, a cosplay group called something like Se- sexy cosplay, sexy cosplay, or something. And my and I don't have many friends on Facebook, but I have a few, including quite a few Americans, you know, connected with the music industry. And my friend Glenn, Glenn got in touch and said, "Oh, this just popped up on my timeline. Looks like an interesting Facebook page." And I was thinking, <laughs> "Oh, 
And I, I, I realised that... That's him gently trying to tell you that you want to keep that a secret. <laughs> so everyone thinks I'm somehow some sort of pervert who wants to have sex with a, um, I don't know, Super Mario or whatever it is. I don't know, but... Um... Oh, well, it could be worse. Hey, good news. Good news, guys. Mm-hmm. Bakery chain Greg's is set to launch a delivery service. Get in. Get in there. That is what I'm talking about. I could do with the Greg's dummy right now. Uh, the high street favourite is rolling out a trial in Newcastle. Of course they are. Where loads of fat people live. No. Sorry, where people the firm enjoy- is, is based. Yeah, and people who enjoy a good pastry. It will mean fans of their baked delights will be able to get them without having to visit a store. Here's the, here's the catch. Mm. The scheme has a minimum spend of 25 quid. Flipping it, you'd have to buy the shop. That's the equivalent of 32 sausage rolls. Oh, no. I'm out. I can manage two at a push. <laughs> the trial is expected to be extended to London and Manchester. Didn't Burger King experiment with mm. um, with delivery? Whatever happened to I that? Think it, I think you can. Ed, so they still deliver. Look at that. Did you say, I've never seen him move so quickly. You see him, he's reached for the headphones, pulled his microphone down, the fader's gone up, he's steamed in there. He said his safe words. <laughs> they, the only thing is, they don't deliver to my house. That's the disappointment of, of all Not this. anymore, not since he went on their list. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing that thing for the safety. We think for the safety of um, that customer, we should probably tell them we don't deliver anymore. <laughs> We've noticed some excessive Burger Kingery. I have a map that yeah, there's a green zone. There's just was one tiny yeah. little dot where my house is. <laughs> well, that will um, that will teach you for crying out loud. Um, that's um, I could do with the Greg's now. Yeah. The thing is, I get so that hungry. definitely tastes like food. I get so hungry doing this, and I'll stop off at the Blumen Marks and Spencers on the way home, and buy really into their pulled. They do these pulled pork and coleslaw sandwiches, but it's in like it's not a brioche, but it's not a, it's not even a it's like not a sub roll. Yeah, but it's like really soft and a God, bit sweet. I get one of them now. Yeah, I like it one of them every day. Not every day, that's a lie, but I get them quite often, and um, it's probably going to kill me. Oh, well, that's a boring story. <laughs> that's a boring. I was, I was going to go to that story too. Oh, I tell you what, we didn't get to do the. Um, most of you will have seen the picture because it's all over Facebook and Twitter. The um, the shoplifter. We talked about the um, the shoplifter yesterday. The the woman who stole the um, Steve McQueen poster with the Zimmer frame. That was from a hotel, wasn't it? From a hotel. Well, there's this shoplifter. It's a brilliant picture. If you've not seen it, it's it's uh, you will have done it. It's on Twitter and everywhere. Is this a blind man? This is the moment an alleged thief tried to steal a seven foot long Venetian blind from a furniture store. By stuffing it down, so he's got a hoodie on, right? And he's got it. He's got it. You imagine sort of down down one leg of his tracksuit, and then sticking up. It's about a foot above his <laughs> but head. He, but he's pulled his hood over it. He's got his hood over it, and you can see his face clear as as daylight. <laughs> the brazen suspect is thought to have left the Dunelm Mill shop with the item clearly sticking out of the top of his coat on Sunday. He'd apparently tried to fit it down one trouser leg and up the back of his hood before leaving the store. After baffled staff followed him up a nearby canal path, he dropped the blind before escaping empty-handed. Um, one... Oh, then they've got jokes there. It'll be curtains for him before long. I'd, I'd let him get I'd let him get away with that. A for effort. He, exactly. He's, he's been humiliated. He's now a joke amongst the criminal fraternity. 
He won't be able to show his face in the local boozer for a few weeks. Let him, let it, you know, let it go. They got the blind back. He dumped a blind biker now. Let it go. Uh, thank you, Catherine. I enjoyed that tonight. Thank you, Edward. Enjoyed that. Uh, uh, thank you, dear listener. That was fun tonight, wasn't it? That was fun. Didn't know what we were going to get. I, I, I nearly didn't come in tonight. I'm so glad I did. Because uh, that was an absolute joy. Uh, two more nights of this, um, this week. So do uh, come and join us. Don't forget to download the podcast. If you type in Ian Lee and talk radio in your usual podcast provider, it will pop up. Uh, back tonight at 10, the two mics up next. Ta-ta. Talk radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.